special sounds really loud very special episode of the lotus cast today we have an intervention for jason is that so jason yes you're a meth addict we all know this and you're hurting too many people the time has come so it's obvious then huh very obvious Shit. Last week when you took your pants off and tried to shove your penis into Joe's ear. Tried. <laughs> Fortunately, my headphones were protecting it. We all noticed. I, would, I was hoping you guys wouldn't, but uh, actually I don't really remember that night, so. It's because of the math. It was last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, very exciting episode. We have a few fighters calling in this afternoon. This afternoon. In a half hour. <laughs> Technically, that's true. <laughs> uh, in a half hour. So we're very excited. Dennis. Dennis? His name is spelled D-I-N-I-S. That's Dennis. P- Pavia? Pavia? How do you pronounce that? Let me know how we pronounce uh, that. I think you got it. Yeah. Pavia? Yeah. Pav- Paiva? It sounds <laughs> correct. I, pa- am I Pava? Uneducated. Name. I'll just, we'll, hey, I think it's ears. probably Pava. We'll go Piova. Piovia. <laughs> uh, Chuck O'Neill's calling in after that. And we have a heavyweight calling in uh, by the name of Eric Bettard. And Rob Font will be calling in after that. So, 7.30 to 9 o'clock, jam-packed. If you like MMA, if you like uh, fighting, testosterone. What if I don't? Well, well then, you then you suck. You should probably leave because <laughs> this isn't this isn't going to be your show uh, for this evening. It's all fighting, a lot of fighting. Can I stay anyway? You can stay, uh, I suppose. I mean, the tacos are delicious. But Joe did make tacos, which are pretty tasty. So, well, they won't be tasty when they're all cold after the breaks. <laughs> so, welcome everybody. Yeah. Uh, we're going through a little technical issues. The phone, we got a new phone set up here. Hopefully, that's going to work. Uh, it automatically answers when they call, so we could actually just be having a... It, he could call right now, at this moment, and just be listening to us, and we would never know. It's so possible. Don't say anything bad about the fighters, because... What would we possibly say? Well, I mean, <laughs> when an auto answers, he'll start talking, so we'll Hello? hear it. You yeah. think so? Hi, I think. Because <laughs> uh, th- I think someone would be, like, prepped for... He's going to call in, and then we're going to be like, hey, listen... Um, you're, you're gonna so be this on. next guy. Yeah. 
we were going to give him an intro. I mean, the, the one guy did call. His manager called me today asking what station we were on. <laughs> and I was like, nice. oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I hope you didn't have that you impression. You adorable, adorable man. <laughs> I really apologize. This isn't a station. This is a horrible podcast <laughs> that I'm pretty sure only we listen to when we want to yeah, check sound quality. <laughs> you should have said, like, we were on Fox. Or something like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're on WAAF. So, very excited to have them all calling in. It's for the event Gold Rush, which we will be there. Uh, we've got uh, press passes to go yep. cover the, the great event that is Gold Rush. A lot of great fighters. Me and Big Jason time. don't. You and Jason are going. Oh, yeah, we got gypped. You got I gypped. don't think you got gypped at all. I think <laughs> that the option was there. No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> The option was there. What was the option, Dave? I mean, I clearly passed at first. At first? Joe passed at first as well, and nobody, nobody else said... Nobody said, like, oh, I want to go. Yeah. It was just silence. No, Matt's like, I want to bring Dave, and I want to bring Joe. That was after. That was, <laughs> that was after, significantly after. That, okay. That was, I, like, a half hour uh, Hold on. After let's get into this a little bit, because I would love to address this. So, we communicate. We have meetings for this show on Facebook Yeah, we chat. actually do something <laughs> We sit down for this. And... and we talk about what we're gonna, the next show, who our guests are, things like that. Times, so, uh, and, and anything on the, the the behind the scenes stuff as well. So we're uh, we're setting up for the Gold Rush event, and I tried to get uh, six passes for six press passes for the event. That's what I went for. I was like, all right, I will have six people going, and the guy wrote me back. I I honestly didn't think we were gonna get six, but I was gonna try. So. He wrote me back. He's like, we can't do six. We can do three. So my response to him after that was, well, maybe can we do four? Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, maybe a fourth one. You know, I'll, I'll, we'll do some uh, pawn stars here. He's like, you looking to pawn it or sell it? <laughs> and Pawn it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard a response about the four, so I'm just guessing he didn't want to give us four. So Is three even still on the table? Three, I don't know. Honestly, we could be completely out of the... Uh, yeah. When I pushed for four, that could have just been like, ah, fuck these guys. Who do they, who do they think they are? What Some station are you even on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're on the same station Fox Internet is on. <laughs> we're on the same station as uh, yeah. the rest of the Internet. So when I knew that we were going to have the three, I sent out the message on Facebook, and it said, uh, we need... or There's three passes. Obviously, I'm going... Who are the other two that are going to go? Nothing. I initially responded <laughs> saying, because obviously, Nothing. if you've heard our show and know anything about me, I suck and I don't drive. I get a response so, from Joe. Yeah. Joe's the first person to respond. I, are you sure? I th I oh, it might have been you. Maybe it was Dave. I, I, as, been Dave. as far as a legitimate answer, jo Joe was like, well, I don't have to go, but My I would like legitimate. to go. So, you know, uh, but... You know, I can give Dave the equipment and stuff like that, or I can show somebody else yeah. how to use the stuff. And I was like, okay. So now we have a guy that he wants to go, but maybe he doesn't have to go. Then you have Dave, and he's like, well, I'm out because I don't have a car. Dave doesn't drive. We've covered this before. Right. He has no transportation. Then, so, uh, Yeah, I'd just be out of the way. And it was like I, I had been dropped in a desert, <laughs> and there was nobody else that existed in the Lotus cast. It was just... Silence. Nobody and else had an opinion. Nobody was like, "Man, I really, really want to go." <laughs> right. And I would have been fine. I'd been like, "All right, take the spot. Like, I'll show you how to use the stuff." Like, so, and then it can continues. Like, I think Sean piped in. Was like, "Is that the wrestling?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, clearly you're not, yeah, going, you're not going because a, 
you don't show up to any of the, the podcasts anyway, and B, you uh, didn't even know what the event was. <laughs> it's, it's clearly MMA, not professional wrestling. So then I was like, okay, nobody's responding. Well, that's because nobody wanted to take food out of anyone's mouth. <laughs> well, and that's fine. But at the same time, you know, we're, we're all adults. We're all here to, we know what we're doing. We know what's going on. We know somebody, some people are going to be left out. We know me and two other people are going. <laughs> Why do you have to go? Why Why, <laughs> if you have to ask that question, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, you should sacrifice for your... Hey, listen, I'm not doing this for the team. I'm not doing this for sacrifice, okay? <laughs> I mean, technically, it's at a casino. Everybody else still can go and have a good time. Everybody can still go uh, at the price of forty-three dollars. Yeah, to see the event. Well, to not see even the event. that. You can just hang out. They have the new tables at Twin River. They're very crowded and expensive, right. but they do exist. Well, honestly, if I uh, if I didn't get to go, I might have gone anyway and just hung out at the casino. Then eventually, Jason pipes in and he says. The same exact thing that both of us. Exactly the same thing. It's like, hey, I would like to go, um, but I don't have to go. I can give the Instagram to somebody else. I'm like, okay, so nobody is listing why they should go. There's, they're honestly trying to convince everybody that they shouldn't be going. No, they're trying to convince everybody <laughs> else to say, well, I mean, if you kind of want to go, then you should go. Like everybody's yeah, Everyone taking, was just being generous. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's taking the side. And, and that's fine. Generosity is fine, but at the same time... We gotta figure this out. We can't just all hey. We just you know we'll all stay home. But you to know, be we'll fair, all... you wanted a response within like the first hour. I like, needed we... a response. I wanted a discussion to be had so that we could all figure out so I could respond. Well, I mean, to... granted, Dave and I aren't really doing anything during the day right now. Yep. Um, but ever. everyone else, you know, might have been working or, or had something. Nobody to do. else here has a job. Yeah, <laughs> Matt's like the only currently employed. I was one. actually helping yeah, my own. You do have a job, but you're on vacation, so currently, I mean. <laughs> But even then, I mean, th- here's the other thing. I can see when people are reading messages on Facebook. It just pops up. I purposely don't click on the window so it doesn't say mm-hmm. that. <laughs> but I see, like, oh, everybody's read this one. Okay, let's continue. Nobody's responding. And then finally I'm like, all right, well, uh, I know Dave has a, he's a great knowledge of the sport of MMA. Uh, he knows... He knows UFC fighters that I don't know. He follows it really well. A he, lot less than I used to. I, I mean, I remember fights, but I don't remember a lot of fights. I remember the big fights. Dave remembers little dumb fights that I, he'll, he'll name fighters and be like, oh, well, this match. And I'm like, eh, who cares? Nobody, nobody cared about that one, but Dave did. So I'm like, okay, that, that could be helpful at the event. That'd be cool. Uh, I would like Joe there because, well, Joe or Dave, because of equipment. Things like that. I mean, he know it's his it's actually his equipment. Yeah. The whole reason the stuff. podcast is is really existing right now is because of that. <laughs> uh, thanks, studio. <laughs> so what you're saying is you just love them more than me and Jason. Well, and if you want to get technical, yes, I do love them more. <laughs> I don't know you guys as well as them. You you did you know tell a guy at my work to you know go fuck himself. Did I? No, I did not. No, I didn't I know, say that. I know. Um, Was that guy you? <laughs> exactly. He actually just said, go fuck yourself, Matt, and charged out of the... Uh... <laughs> but I don't know. So I guess my biggest pet peeve about the whole thing, not even my pet peeve, that's a dumb thing mm-hmm. to say. My biggest annoyance about the whole thing was the lack of anything. Like where everybody was just saying, oh, well, I don't have to go. All right. Let's find out who needs to go, and let's find out a reason they need to be there. Because I, we have, 
this is the first event. We have three passes, and I want it to be successful. I want it to go off without a hitch. I want to make a lasting impression with the videos that we make afterward, with all the interviews. I want it to be great. And I want them to be impressed with it, uh, the CES organization, so that maybe next time we can get, a, we can get the four or five passes. We can get – we have more <laughs> – they're I gonna, think so. They're going to be like, never again. Well, no, because no, <laughs> that's a lot of passes. To yeah, get. It, it's honestly, there's limited space there, and they want as many groups as possible to go to right. promote the event. They don't want to have giant groups there, so they limit it, everyone. So this is us starting the second podcast under the Lotus Cast umbrella. Yes. <laughs> Called the Adam and Jason show. Right. <laughs> the CODIS last. <laughs> yes, the CODIS last. Uh, but I just, I want it to be good, and, you know, we, we're going to have more opportunities, and I just want everybody to put some input in so we can figure out how we're going to do this and, and everybody's opinion of why or why not. If you don't think Dave should go and you should be in his place, why? I'd love to hear why. If, if Jason, like, you know what, I really want to go, I really want to make this happen, I, need, I would love to hear, you know, because I, I thought it was like me and then my second person that I, I was like I would like to have there was Joe just because of equipment. And then the Dave position was the one that was like, that's the up-in-the-air spot. So, Dave, you're on the bubble. Yep. Well, not now. I've already sent the email in. We can't have the discussion after the discussion was supposed to happen. <laughs> you, can, I, you can just have someone else go and say it's Dave. Yeah. Uh, you just got to make a fake ID. Who the fake Dave ID. Is. Yeah. That's true. Um, or have Dave check in and then have him give you his pass right. afterwards. Right. That's true. Um, not that we would do that because we love following the rules. Yeah. Right. What I thought so uh, after that was like, well, rules. it would be cool rules. to have Jason there because Jason does the whole Instagram yeah, thing. Yeah, so really it was just you, Adam. So <laughs> I, I bring nothing at all to the table that you nothing. would like to have there. But it, it, hold on, it, as soon hold as we go to our first professional wrestling event. Define nothing? That's you. I would bring a, a <laughs> unique <just> perspective <laughs> that you wouldn't find anywhere else. <laughs> but like, that Why didn't you say that, though, in the chat? Like, <laughs> no. You were the only one who did respond. Because I really don't care. That's the thing. I don't think anybody cares. But I would like people to start caring about the podcast. And uh, Well, no, it was good reasoning, Dave. Like, I, I wouldn't know anyone there. I wouldn't know. All I, all I would do is just make jokes about it. So. Well, and, uh, uh, maybe that's what we need. All right, but anyway, I wanted to have this discussion. <laughs> I want to have this discussion to make sure that everybody's happy with the the scenario that is laid out in front of them. Jason, you don't look happy. No, I'm pissed. No, just kidding. Um, think, no, of those, uh, think of all those sweaty male, muscly bodies you could have be, been taking pictures of. Well, that's going to be my pleasure uh, now because I'm listed as photographer. You are. So, I'll bring a nice camera. Well, you take some good pictures. Really good close-ups of things. Some oh, wide angles. Hot and sweaty. Yeah. Some some blood, some action shots. Some biting. Oh, yeah. There will be blood. There will be. Hopefully the lighting's good. Get some nipple close-ups. <laughs> close-up nipple <laughs> shots. That's all we provide them after the event. It's just close-up nipple <laughs> shots. Bulges. It's like they're bulging in their trunks and nipple shots. And we just have a collage of videos. Like, oh, man, you know, that... that that you fight. laugh, but I'm literally going to do that. <laughs> that fight between... You're like, these are from my fetish website. So. Rob Font and Chris Foster was great. Here, look what we have. Nipples. <laughs> bulges. <laughs> if you look at it closely, it looks like they're in love. Who <laughs> plays romantic music behind their wrestling. You just have the soundtrack from The Room playing behind it the entire time. <laughs> oh, the soft ceremony. Yeah. Song. 
<laughs> uh, so there we go. I'm gonna do this now. Dave, what are we gonna do now? I'm gonna do that that oh that love montage. Oh yeah, that's happening. Uh, Dave, myself, and Joe will be representing the Lotus Cast in its finest at Gold Rush, which is Twin Rivers Casino. That's uh, that's next Friday, the ninth. The ninth, yeah. The ninth. The ninth. You can purchase tickets at. Can't believe it's August already. CESMMA.com. So be sure you check out their website. Uh, like I said, tonight we have Eric Bedard calling in, Rob Fonts calling on, uh, calling in, Dennis Paviavo, and uh, and Chuck O'Neill, who was on the Ultimate Fighter in UFC. Uh, I guess he's fought a couple times for some CES events. I like the CES brand. It's pretty cool. The uh, the fights that they're providing for, you know, our entertainment is nice. But local stuff is exciting. It is. Especially some of these fighters. I mean, we had John Doomsday that blew us off on our our last CES podcast. Yeah. And now he's fighting in the uh, UFC yeah. event that they're having it's in like Boston. He, knew. he didn't come on the Lotus cast, and look where it got him. <laughs> <laughs> it got him success. <laughs> so well, one chance, maybe. <laughs> we, we did have that one guy on, and he lost. That's true. Well, well we, we had both of those guys. We had guys the other guy on. Each other. <laughs> we had so the other guy on. Was he won. Who won, yeah. So, uh, very excited. That's uh, starting in about 10 minutes, actually. We'll be getting our first phone call from Dennis Pavia. We uh, maybe. We hope. We hope. What's the guy's name? Eric something? I don't see his name on the list. Eric Bettered. I don't know if he's fighting, actually. He is. He, he is, is fighting. fighting. Who is he fighting? He is fighting. I don't know. I clicked off of that. Why would you do that? Uh, because I was reading You're something else. You're supposed to be always prepared. He is fighting uh, Giuliano Coutinho. Jay Leno? Yes. <laughs> he's fighting Jay Leno. <laughs> I hope he hits him right in the chin. <laughs> Oh, that's oh. not. I don't think that's where you want to hit, Jalen. No. I feel like that would break your hand. <laughs> well, where would you hit him? Below the belt? <laughs> yes. Well, probably. like Randy Orton, like this past weekend. Oh, that did happen. Did you hear about that? Do you have the video? No, I didn't hear about it. What happened? I can find it. Um, what? He, they were uh, WWE was like wrestling in South Africa, and like during one of uh, Randy Orton's fights, some wrestler broke through. Like some amateur wrestler from South Africa broke through security, and then. Uh, got up into the ring and punched him in the balls. <laughs> what? <laughs> this video exists. Yeah, yeah, it's a video. Yeah, pull up the video. So, yeah, we need to watch this. Uh, I'll get it. Um, I like uh, I like Randy Orton a lot, actually. Uh, he was a good heel. He was a great heel. And didn't they... Uh, Adam, didn't they try to make him, like, a non-heel? Well, he's kind of a tweener right now. I mean, he's, he's a babyface, good guy. But uh, he still does, like... He was he's he's kind of like Steve Austin used to be. Yeah, he's like he he's a, a badass, but he's also everyone cheers for him. He used to be like really big, and he's not his career. Isn't... He he was always like when I saw him because I, I stopped watching wrestling a long time ago, like right when he started. He was too muscly to be a not a heel. He was too like uh, like stretched out, I guess. I think well, I think he also failed like two drug tests, oh, and he's on yeah, his makes sense. He's on his last chance, so they kind of de pushed him. It makes sense. He's, they're they, gonna push him again soon though, because he just won the Money in the Bank. So he'll be champion again before long. So we have the video here, and uh, we're going to watch Randy Orton get <laughs> punched in the balls. I'm really excited about this. I, have, I don't hear anything. Oh, there it is. I don't see anything. There it is. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, we got to watch that again. <laughs> kind of missed that one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. So... <laughs> 
Oh, and he's pissed too. So, <laughs> all right. So, just for people who aren't watching, we'll put this up on our Facebook page so you can see it. Uh, Randy Orton is up on looks like the top rope. He's he's standing on he's standing on the middle rope, facing the crowd, just like okay. posing, like he does when he comes out. And this guy in blue jeans and a black shirt runs up behind him. I guess swings around, fucking just whales. Just his... uppercuts him, right? Yeah. And falls. Was not expecting that. <laughs> and he drops off of the rope, <laughs> collapses on the mat, and then the guy's like, okay, now it's time to get the fuck out of here. Like, security rushes him. It was funny because uh, they found out later that he was uh, an amateur wrestler from South Africa, and he would, thought it would be cool that the WWE would like it if he, like, surprised them and, and came into the ring. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that, like, maybe they would give him a job. And also, he really hates the radio Orton. I don't think they appreciated that at all. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he'll ever have a career. Well, they cleared him. They let him go. Um, but they said that Randy Gordon is able to press charges if he wants to. So. Uh, they they have laws in South Africa? Huh? They have laws there against this type of thing? Uh, evidently. That was awesome. Well, I mean, it is assault. <laughs> he punched him. Suppose, well, battery. Was yes. charges pressed? Well, no, I don't know. know. Assault is just a threat. He probably just wants to get the hell out of Africa. <laughs> uh, can you pull up the video of the uh, Redskins fan? That's specific. Uh, crying. Is it on YouTube? Uh, it should be. Is his name Rembrandt Brown? <laughs> no. Um, a fan of the Redskins went to a, uh, a training camp, and she was very upset when she left because she... crying for not getting an autograph? Yeah, she couldn't get an autograph from the Redskins, so this is her. I just spent all day in the Redskins training camp for nothing. I've been there since 6.30 this morning. It's like 12 o'clock. And all I wanted was an autograph. I couldn't even get that. No players even came to where I was standing. I'm so disappointed in the Redskins right now. I've been a fan my whole life. Right Turn the I phone sideways. I don't understand why people complain about her that. Defense, I don't think she's, you know, this is venting. This is her diary. Everything. No, I don't understand the complaint, the complaint against this uh, vertical video because... If you're watching it on your phone, it's still correct. Also, there's nothing outside of that that you need to see. So, yeah, uh, you I'm see so she's really right upset. Now, she went to a training camp I to get an autograph. That's what she can't believe the Redskins. <laughs> I've been a fan my whole life. I can't believe that. I've been here since 6:30 this morning. How old do you think this lady is? Uh, 40. Do you think she even knows anything about football? Probably not. She just went there just for an autograph. She's actually at an Indian reservation. She went there. She went to the Redskins autograph camp and was unable. Oh, the horse. Coyote ugly. She hasn't, like, done her hair at all. It's just all over the place. Well, she's well, just sobbing. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they well, didn't go talk to her. your hair doesn't, you know, get all messy just from sobbing. Oh, it does. Have it you does, ever have sobbed? It, have you ever sobbed that hard? So disappointed. Never. Do not Never. come to the then you don't know. <laughs> I mean, I Do sobbed harder than that. Hold on, pause. <laughs> Could you actually go back just a little bit? Because I love, that's my favorite part of this video, is do not come to the Redskins training camp. I repeat. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I missed that part. I just wanted one. It's not fair. There's people who were just getting there, and they didn't even. They came over to their side. 
right in the front. Oh, women are awful. I'm so awful. disappointed. Do not come to the Redskins training camp. I repeat, do not come to the Redskins training camp. It's a waste of time. You won't get an autograph. You won't. You'll just wind up wasting your time. I took off work and everything for this. I can't believe that the Redskins would do their fans like this. <laughs> I don't believe anybody would do you, period. <laughs> Shouldn't she even go there to work. just like enjoy a day of a day in the sun watching some football. No, because seeing... none of the Redskins came anywhere near her. Didn't you hear that? They video? all went to the other side. They saw her and they were like, oh, fuck that. I am not going anywhere <laughs> near this With board. her, like, tear-streaked eyes and her mascara running. Why are they coming out of here? They should have just thrown the football at her. Yep. <laughs> just hit her in the face. Oh, my nose. <laughs> that was good. I've been there since 6.30 this morning. It's like 12 o'clock. She was there for six hours? Oh, that's a long time. I wonder if they, they mailed her an autograph after they, they saw this video. They tracked her down, and they were like, you know what? I do feel bad for you. I'm wondering, did they did she color correct it to be blue just to make her seem sadder? <laughs> I doubt it. Probably that is very blue. <laughs> it's just the phone didn't white balance correctly to the daylight. She was no, that was a style choice yeah. because she's so sad. It's on Instagram video. <laughs> yeah, she, she picked the blue uh, mm-hmm. filter. How are you feeling? Blue. I'm feeling blue. <laughs> Oh, training camp. I mean, you go to a training camp to watch them train. You go to a training camp when you're 10 years old. Right. Uh, there's really no point to go to a training camp, I don't think. Who who wants to go to a training camp? It's not a VIP meet and greet. Right. Like, you go there. There's nobody there. You sit down, and you watch them, your, your favorite players, throw around the ball and, you know. But they're packed all the time. Are they packed? Yeah. I mean, uh, a few years ago, I filmed something at Gillette for work. And they were doing a training camp that day. And it was so full. Luckily, I, I was actually allowed to film some of it, which was outrageous because they don't let people do that. Um, but, yeah. Like, it was super crowded and super restricted. And, like, there were, their families were there and stuff. What like, is the point families? of going to a training know. camp at all, though? Like, because you, know? you feel like maybe you can get closer to the athletes. So you can get an autograph? Yeah. <laughs> you, you Why would you only to come back? I would never go six hours. You're there for Plus, six if you're hours. a huge fan, like this is the first time you get to see them before the. Is it open or do you have to buy tickets? I don't know. I was filming, so I was working, so they just let me in. I think they're free. Maybe she thought RG three would just see her and fall in love. Who's RG three? That's the quarterback for the Redskins. Doesn't sound like a name. No, it sounds like a. Robot. <laughs> oh, you think she's I got like am. snot running down her? Like you can't really tell, but it's she's R2-G2's crying. R brother. She crying so hard that snot is just. Ugh! This fucking fool. This is what this women. This is your problem. This video is what's wrong with you. <laughs> yes, female listeners, this is your problem. Women be crying. Play is it the name of the video. It should be. Yeah. I just love her. No, I mean, we finished the video. Unless you would just. It's like if you've it. ever gone to a like a Red Sox baseball game, all the women just just cheer for whoever their hot the hottest player is. As they're wearing like the pink uh, attire. Yeah, pink hats. Pink hats, pink oh, shirts. My sister does oh, that. Why don't they play She's Jason Barrett? Like the, because the pink uh, Red Sox hat. <laughs> why would you, know? you upload this on YouTube, though? I, I That's mean, my question. Why? She's warning people to stay away. Don't go to the Red Sox. I'm sure she Red has a That's bunch embarrassing. Of does she think that people are going to rally behind this? Like, do, does she think? Joe, read us some of the comments. <laughs> Oh, what's the number one comment? <laughs> if she's disappointed now, wait till the skin season actually starts. Oh. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the most, that's the most likes. 
That's rough. The second high is LMAO. There's people going through way worse stuff in their lives, and you're crying because you didn't get an autograph from one of the Redskins players. That's not funny. That's pathetic. Yeah. Why Why is that? that the, that's almost a worse <laughs> comment than the video. Why is that a word, the number two comment? That, it doesn't that, even say cunt anywhere in there. Know. <laughs> that had five likes. So. Is there anyone five. supporting her? Uh, <laughs> anybody rallying behind this cause? Don't go to the Redskins. Oh, I'm not going to go because she said so. (laughs) Hang in there, girlfriend. She she went through it. She didn't even say, she's not boycotting the games. (laughs) Boycotting the training camp. Don't go watch them practice. (laughs) Hang in there, girlfriend. Literally all the other comments are about, like, other teams. Like, um, why aren't you a fan of the Cowboys and stuff? No. Why would anybody try to recruit her to their side of anything? I don't know. Why do you care about the Red Redskins? They're not as good as the Cowboys, Eagles, Listen, Giants. Any other tra- if you come to a Cowboys training camp, you'll get every autograph because they're not training. Yeah, they is, is this why you're not wearing your Redskins hat? No, I, I take my hat off every time we do the no, show. I just wanted to make sure because you were wearing a Redskins hat earlier. I wasn't sure if you didn't want to be associated with this. Whoa. In case of a fast pickup, we ask you to let us know that you're not a voicemail system. Oh boy. So you need to press 1 to take this Someone's call. Someone's going to need to press 1 to take the call. I don't even know where the, call. Well, the phone's the over, there. over there. Accept, Jason, could you run over one. there and press 1 really quick? Send a voicemail. I don't think we press can, 2. It will hang up as soon as that happens. You think so? Yeah. What, if it, don't put it back. It's on the it's underneath the TV. Oh, this is bad. This is real <laughs> bad. Uh, pick it up and hit 1. And Hello? Hello? Oh boy. We blew it. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll call back. Why is that a thing? Um, yep, they hung up. Yeah. Google Voice if it if it if it answers too fast. Uh, it does that. Maybe he'll call back. He's going to call. Did back. that happen He's when call that, back. No. that that has not happened for us before. Wait, that's that a Google Voice thing or yeah, they're using voice a thing. calling service yeah. to call us? No, he's like, um, fuck it, I don't want to talk to this. <laughs> Jason, the phone has to be on the receiver for it to work. Does it for it to work, period? Well, because otherwise it just plays through the speaker on that, doesn't it? No. No, the, the, that was when we had it on uh, not auto answer. answer. Okay. Oh, In case of a fast pickup, we ask you to let us know hit that you're one. not a voicemail system, so you need to press 1 to take this call. Hello? Hi, is Dennis Piper? Hey, what's up, Dennis? How's it going, man? Oh, not much. Uh, or it's going okay, I guess. Not much. Why would you answer, hey, how's it going? Ah, not much. It's going well, thank you. It's going really well, yeah, Dennis. So how are we doing? Uh, we are doing fantastic. We were just watching a video of uh, a, a really stupid Redskins fan. <laughs> Have you seen the video Fair online? Enough. Did, it get, did it get you laughing? Oh, of course. There's <laughs> a video awesome. of like, a, a woman crying online. Because she didn't get an autograph at a Redskins training camp. And oh, boy. She's warning people to not go to a Redskins training camp. Because they won't get autographs. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> uh, Dennis, how do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Piva. Piva. See, I was close. Piva, you didn't yep. hear him say it the first yep. time? I, I did hear him, <laughs> but I wanted to uh, reiterate that for our listeners, our, our three listeners. Uh, Dennis, I thought it was really funny because I got a phone call from your manager uh, earlier today, and he asked me, uh, so what station are you guys with? And then I had to let him down that this is just a podcast, and he's not you're not going to get any fame from us whatsoever. That's cool, man. This is cool. It's just cool just to get my name out there. It's only three people, one people. You know, I think it's cool to talk to myself at times, you know? <laughs> oh, great. Well, take it away, Dennis. Go ahead. <laughs> We got we got 15 minutes with you, so now it's the Dennis show instead of the load. It's the Dennis cast. 
All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Dennis, your your name is kind of spelled oddly, D I N I S. Is that yeah? Why? I'm Portuguese, and it's actually pronounced uh, Dinej Paiva, and, and Dennis is only the translation. Oh, okay. Um, but my name, yeah, it's Dinej Paiva Jr. Um, maybe that's my father. Um, I don't think he had a name for me when I was born, so I kind of just came out, and he just figured he'd, he'd name me after him. That works. Um, <laughs> Your mom didn't have a say, a, a say in that at all? My mom, no, no. They were Portuguese, man. The, the, the women didn't really have much say growing up, you know? Oh, okay. Fair enough. There's, <laughs> it's just do as I say and, and make me a sandwich. But uh, so I think I that's I think that's why they got divorced 18 years later. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, are you excited for Gold Rush coming up? Oh, I am, man. Most definitely, man. I, just, you know, so much goes into it that a lot of people don't understand. It's not just uh, showing up and, and getting in the cage and, and, and beating up on somebody or, or getting someone that beat up on you. Uh, it's a whole lifestyle, man, and, and a lot of people don't understand that, and I, I think that's one of the things that, that CES is trying to interpret to a lot of people who are out there, you know. Um, it, it's it's a whole lifestyle. My whole, everything goes into my heart, my soul, my life, the people in, in my life, my girlfriend, my family, my trainers. Um, we're all pretty, pretty excited, you know. I, a lot has gone through this training camp. Um, I've worked very, very hard. I just finished a double session. I've been training since 3 o'clock this afternoon. After going to work at 4 in the morning, finishing up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you know, uh, it's a lot, man. I'm, I'm definitely excited. Um, so you're really dedicated. Definitely, definitely prepared. Who are you fighting in the upcoming event? I am fighting Rob Sullivan, Robert Sullivan, um, an Irish kid from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I believe he's 1-1 one one or 2-1, uh, just starting off his professional career. He's a tough kid from what I understand. I guess he had a pretty good amateur run. Um, I know he's a jiu-jitsu guy, ground guy, a grappler. He's done a little bit of Muay Thai. Um, he's about 5'4", 5'5", five, 5'135", five, five, five so he's, he's not very, very tall for the weight class. Um, you do you have know, a little bit of size advantage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. I, I cut a little just bit of weight. Bit. You know, uh, I'm kind of used to it from wrestling. I walk around close. Uh, when I get fat and happy, I get up to about 165, 170. Um, and then, like, you know, in, in the, the peak of training camp, I stay around, I stay around 155, 160. And then closer to the fight, three weeks out, I start notching myself down on an average of like five to ten pounds a week. And then the week of the fight, I drop that last ten pounds. That's uh, that's awesome. I mean, we're we're definitely excited to see the fight. Now, it's next Friday, and Correct. we're we're getting close to I, I guess fight week for the entire week next week. What I mean, obviously, there's a lot of training. Uh, you know, you got to get every last minute thing in there. Do you take time off from work, or are you still going to be working all through next week? I feel like it would be really no, difficult. Yeah, to dude, me. I'm working all week long. The only day I get off is actually the day before the fight. Okay. Um, I mean, the day of the fight, the day of the fight, I'm sorry. Uh, but it's actually, I don't really get the day off, technically. Um, what I'll do is I'll work Sunday, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, I'll go in at like 2 o'clock in the morning to be out of work around like 6.37. I'll do that's about a half a day for me. Um, just about, and then I'll leave at, I'll leave work about 7 o'clock, 7.30 in the morning, and then I head to go do my, my final weight cut for whatever it might be. Um, I've been really, really good about my weight, my weight this time around, so hopefully it, it, I shouldn't have to cut any weight. You know, I'd like to go home and sleep and then go to the weigh-ins. And just who weigh who in. are you training with? All right. Um, today, uh, my head trainer is uh, Keith Allen. He's the guy that I started with. Um, he's kind of like my master Yoda. Um, he found me, man. He found me walking out of a Coleman Farms uh, about three and a half years ago. Um, and I've been with him since, since the get-go. 
he brought me to uh, Matt Santos Fighting Academy, uh, my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, my traditional Jiu-Jitsu uh, gi style, um, and a little bit of no gi. And for this training camp, I started training with this guy, local global Mike Gresh, up at uh, CCFA here in uh, Wareham, Mass. And I'm actually, that's where I'm at right now. I just finished my session with him. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal no-gi grappling. He's got black belt jiu-jitsu. He's got great stand-up, great mitts. He fought himself. He fought his last fight at 47 years old, man. He fought a top-ranked guy uh, in the Northeast. And he's definitely one of those guys, man. He's been on the sport for a long time. He's made a big impact in my fight game. Um, I work with him. Uh, I just finished, like I said, I just finished my workout with him now. Uh, I came in at 6, just finished up now. And um, I was at... Um, I was with Mark Featherstone earlier for my strength and conditioning, my, my, my fighter intervals, um, for my last strength and conditioning training uh, going up to the fight. So I've been with him once a week doing that. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm, and then I, I go over to Triforce in May to get some sparring, and um, I've been in a couple of weeks. I've been up with CCFA, and between work and traveling a lot, it just I try to get the most out of my day. It's just it's tough with my scheduling. Wow, we're, we're watching a video uh, of you right now. You got some heavy hands, man. Uh, I, I could never take a punch from you. Uh, what fight is this? Uh, what fight is this, Joe? Uh, it's versus uh, Jimmy Collins from September. 9th. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah. Uh, I fought at 155 in that fight, completely out of my weight class. I, uh, as you're watching, you'll see I, I hung in there really well for the first two and a half, three minutes. Um, I threw two, uh, two back-to-back flurries that kind of gassed me out, and you'll see it, man. That kid just came at me like a bolt. I took a lot of heavy shots, uh, swept the kid off his feet, and I uh, got submitted uh, on the ground. <laughs> I took a loss in that Way fight, to go, Joe. You know, Way uh, to bring up a video <laughs> that he lost. I got to say, man, I'm one of those type of guys that I'm not ashamed of my losses. I, I learn more from my losses than I do from my wins. Um, I don't have any bad losses. But, you know, I look at it, it sounds kind of funny. Um, I think, you know, especially if I'm in two weight classes above my weight with a guy at the time who was 3-0, and who's now, I believe, 5-1, and 6-1. One of the top ranked at 155 in the Northeast. Um, you know, I, I was out outweighed and um, outclassed, and I hung in there really well, man. I picked that kid apart, and had I not make made the the, the foolish mistake of trying to release everything I had on all at once, I could I could have beat that kid. Um, I was with one. I was actually with this trainer last week at um, the Cage Titans uh, fight they had there, the, the event they had there, and I was talking with them, and, and to this day, I, no one has hit that kid like I hit him as fast and as hard, and, and no one scared his, his trainers like I did. He, he fights for Joe Lozon. Lozon was actually oh, wow. in his corner for that fight. You'll see him coming to the cage and closing him about. Now, how do you like fighting for CES? I, I mean, it's pretty cool. That I love in... it, man. I oh. love it, dude. They, they are, to me, they're, they're the best promotion around. Um, I, I, I've started my professional career with them, and um, that's why I've been with them from the get-go. I fought all my professional fights with them. And, and for a reason, man, they, they treat me like family. They really make me feel like a real professional, like you're, you're right there in the limelight, and they've been very good to me. They've got my name out there. They, You know, because of them, I'm living my dream. You know, it, it's I'm awesome to have a local uh, brand like that that, you know, uh, people well, that definitely. You know, can't get out to see. I mean, they provide MMA. They provide boxing uh, on a regular basis uh, right here, you know, Twin Rivers Casino in Providence. Uh, actually, I guess it's in yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln. Uh, yeah, Lincoln, Rhode Island, and, and it's home to me. I mean, I, I live in East Providence, about 10, 15 minutes away from me. Um, and, and you're right, man. It, it's awesome to fight. It's almost like fighting at home. Every every fight that I've had, I, I fought all my pro fights with them at Twin River. It's like fighting at home. And I did an amateur bout for them um, a few years ago uh, in Foxwoods. I fought my first my oh, first cool. fight at CES was an, was an amateur bout for them. Uh, I, I fought this kid, John Naples. I think it was four and three when I fought him. I was I was one and two when I fought the kid, and I and I. I lit this kid up like, like the 4th of July, and I, I took it away with a unanimous decision. 
Um, and, and that's one of the, that's one of the times that they got a chance to see what I was about and what what kind of energy I bring to the cage. How do you feel like you're going to end this fight? Do you think it's going to be a knockout, or are you going to submit him, or? You know what, man. I, however, however it happens, you know, I'd like obviously, you know, everybody wants to go in there and get the knockout win. But uh, however, man, if if it goes all three rounds and it goes all three rounds, if I end up by submission in the first round, if I knock the kid out, if uh, if I TKO, if it's a, I just want to win, man. Winning is what it comes down to. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody wants to win by knockout, so yeah, why not a knockout? Maybe in like the second or third round, because I, I want to give people something to see. You know, I've been working really hard. I, I, I'm fighting a patient fight this next fight, and I really want to showcase what I've been working hard on. You know, is your and, goal uh, to have the title belt in CES, or are you looking to branch in time, out? Like- in time, um, I think that you know I got a lot to work on. You know, I'm I'm very I'm very open-minded you know i'm not one of the type of guys that just goes out there and i'm the best and i'm this no man i'm not the best not yet we, know, we've I'm actually not, noticed I'm that not... uh, from the fighters from ces they're, everybody's pretty humble yeah, they get along with everybody like last time yep. i wanted some shit talk from from some yeah. of the guys and like oh no my opponent i see him at the gym we we laugh we you know high-fiving each other because like, these are the guys that's dude, around I'll, here that you end up training. I'll be the first the one to buy my opponent a drink at, at the end of the night, man. Yeah. Um, you know, the way I look at it, man, wars are fought overseas in other countries, man. What we do here, we're, we're sportsmen, we're gentlemen. Um, and we go in there, we do what we train, we do what we do best, you know, what we're put on earth to do. You know, I, I feel like I was put on earth to do this. What are you going to drink um, after the fight? Like, what's the, what's the first alcohol oh, beverage man. you're going to uh, you know, after, you know uh, I, I'm not a big, big drinker. I don't want anybody to think I'm a party guy, but, um, you know, after going, you know, eight to, to 12, um, actually it's going to be like 14 weeks for our drink for me. Wow. Um, I'm definitely, definitely going to do a Bombay Sapphire with ginger and a splash of cranberry with lime. That is my drink of choice. I go like maybe 14 hours without drinking. But... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, being a Portuguese man, you know, we, we grow up, you know, we like to drink, you know, it, it, it's just a custom, you know, that we're not all raging alcoholics. Um, but, I, you know, I like to take at least a week to two weeks off and enjoy myself and kind of get the, uh, the little party in and eat what I want, kind of add on my system and then after honestly, after the second or third week of not being in training, I get that itch to, to be right at the back of the gym. So this missing from my life. Without training, without MMA, without fighting, it's just I'm not a complete person. So I need that in my life. I need a little break time to get it out of my system, you know. And then I need, I need to get back in there right away. You know, I don't take too much time off. About two to three weeks tops. Awesome. Well, we got to let you go because uh, Chuck O'Neill's going to be calling in in a one minute exactly. Um, no problem. So it's uh, Dennis Pavio. Piva. 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 Dennis Piva. <laughs> Uh, he's fighting yep. Rob Sullivan at CES Gold Rush. You can buy tickets at uh, cesmma.com. Um, really excited. Uh, obviously, we want you to win because you called in. So you've got that <laughs> on us. <laughs> yeah. Dennis, have you, have you thought of coming up with like a cool-sounding nickname? That's uh, one been my, given my to nickname you? Is, my, yeah, my nickname is Sweetbread. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Sweetbread. Sweet Being Portuguese, Sweetbread is stuck. I got a logo. It's it, it's not something I, I chose. It was given to me, and I didn't want it at first, and, and now it's like people, you know, hey, well, who are you? I'm just five. Just call me Sweetbread. <laughs> yeah, sweet it's, uh, it's really grown on to me, and it's just it's something that no one else out there has, and it, it's become uh, a marketing tool, you know. It's, it's my it's my logo. It's my trademark. Awesome. Well, good luck, Sweetbread, and uh, we'll see you uh, uh, August 9th. Awesome, man. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time, and hope to see everybody there for showing support, not only for myself, but for all the fighters that are there. Awesome. All right, well, have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. You too. <clears throat> all right. One down, three more to go. Chuck O'Neill's calling in next. Uh, do we know who he's fighting? He won't see all of Chuck us there because is me and Jason fighting. can't go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Terry O'Neill's fighting Gil DeFritis. You should have brought that up. Maybe he has free tickets. He could have given it out. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? What, what happened there? No, I'm just Nothing. making sure it was uh, yeah. off. Oh, okay. It's like line in use. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's now we're off. Yeah. Hello? No. <laughs> this is the, the Lotus Cast the, on station dump shit. We would have heard the ring. <laughs> on station it. dump shit? Dump shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are really just a horrible podcast. There's nothing <laughs> good about us. Don't listen to us ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty good interview, I thought. I repeat. Yeah. I like how we're judging ourselves. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you know what, hey guys? I don't know, but you listeners. When you chimed there. in with that nickname question, go ahead and pat yourself on the back for that. Thumb up the ass. <laughs> it was funny because I, I was actually going to ask him about that. Then I was like, did I not pay attention to the first part of the interview? Maybe he said it and I was afraid to ask. Did I not pay attention? Two thumbs up your ass, Adam. <laughs> well, because I was I was looking up his uh, his fight videos on YouTube, and I might have like not heard this him talk about it. Yeah, I yeah. I was I was actually coming up with nicknames in case he didn't have one. <laughs> I got to hear what thinking you had. Of, I know, what did you have for Dennis? What did you have him? Uh, I was going to go with Dennis Designated Driver Piva. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. What else actually. did you come up with? That's actually a good one because he didn't drink. <laughs> well, he well, drinks. Well, he does. He's not yeah, yeah, he hasn't so been much, drinking though. in a while, he said. Dennis Designated I think that we need to call him back and... Well, maybe he's listening. Yeah. Uh, no, oh. no, 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 are you kidding? Fine. You forgot. Oh. In case of a fast pickup, we, we ask you to let us know that you're not a voicemail system. So you need to press one to take this call. Hello. Hey, how's it going? This is Chuck O'Neill. Hey, Chuck. We got Chuck O'Neill live with us here on the Lotus Cast. How are you doing this evening? Good, good. How are you? We are doing awesome. Fantastic. However, you want to put it. We just got off the phone with Dennis Paiva. Yeah. It was exciting. I don't know. I don't know if you know what event you're calling in or show you're calling into, but it's a horrible show. We, this is a <laughs> this is just a dumb podcast that you know. It's an excuse for five guys to get together and, and drink. Just drink and, and eat talk about shit. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. You're doing good stuff, so it's cool. So uh, coming up here, we have uh, CES's event, Gold Rush. How many times have you fought for CES? Uh, this will be my third time fighting for them now. What is it like fighting for uh, a local organization such as CES? I, I know that you were uh, in the UFC. You were on the Ultimate Fighter. Yep, yep. I was on uh, season thirteen of the Ultimate Fighter back in uh, two thousand eleven. So, what was the experience like in the house? I was awesome. You know, I lived in a house with fourteen, well, thirteen other guys, and uh, a lot of them were just complaining. By the end, I want to go home. You know, I miss my girl. I miss this. I miss that. I loved it. It was awesome. You know, I, I never understand that. Uh, how long are you in the house? Uh, six weeks. You know? Six weeks. And, um, everyone says that they don't get it, but like, you know, oh, it's not too bad. And then they get there, and like, I've had friends that have been on the show as well, and, and they hate it, you know. And uh, by the end of the time, they just want to get home. They've had enough, you know. You're in this house with these people that aren't necessarily your friends. Right. I mean, you you learn to get along with them, but you know, but the experience that you have is awesome. I mean, you're getting paid to be there every week. There, all the food's taken care of. Anything you need's there in the next morning. Um, you know, it's awesome, and <laughs> you're fighting your chance to be in the UFC, so I don't know what else. Yeah, I mean, you're for. going there with the intention to further your career. When you come out of it in six weeks, if you're on top, I, I mean, you have a contract. Uh, even there's a lot of guys that, that get contracts uh, even if they don't win, and it, I, I just don't understand why you would bitch about that opportunity. Uh, <laughs> and six weeks away from my wife would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it felt awesome not to have to look on my phone and check text messages or, 
you know, go to work or do whatever I had to do. I mean, it was great. I had no worries. So, right. um, you know, obviously I miss my family and friends and stuff like that, but you know, whatever you, you go six weeks out, see them sometimes anyways, cause like get you busy. So that exactly. wasn't a big deal to me. It's a, it's a paid vacation where you are also yeah, furthering your absolutely. life. Absolutely. So, and then you go from, uh, uh, the ultimate fighter. Now you're fighting in CES. Uh, are, are you from this area? Uh, I'm from um, Mass, so I live in uh, Bridgewater, Mass. Okay. And how are you enjoying... Right off Route 24. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right off 24. <laughs> how are you enjoying uh, fighting for uh, a brand such as CES? Oh, they're great. You know, Pat Sullivan, the matchmaker, just made life so easy for me. And uh, I went, you know, a long stretch of having trouble getting fights. You know, I fought Marcus Davis, who's a big-time UFC vet, and, you know, I've got all the respect for him. I fought him back in 2011, and, you know, I got a big win over him, and after that, it was tough getting fights, and I just went on this long stretch, and then finally, uh, you know, Pat Sullivan hit me up, and it was just total class. You know, Pat's just such a great guy. Anything you need, he's got it taken care of, and, you know, even if he doesn't have it for you, he's going to help you get it. So, um, real good guy. Very professional, and now, you know, there's not a million fights on the card, but they're all quality fights. Right. Um, that's how that's how MMA shows should be, not just filled with all the garbage and stuff. So you know, I, I never, CES I'm never bored when I go to a CES event. Uh, I mean, they're you, you can't be. They're all great fights. So they, they really are. Uh, now yeah. you're fighting. Uh, is it Gil DeFridas? Uh Gil. Gil. That's the proper pronunciation of it. Yeah. Are you going around uh, mispronouncing his name just to get him mm-hmm. riled up? No, Calling no. I actually, my brother, uh, my brother-in-law is Brazilian, so. Uh, you know, I asked him the proper pronunciation. I'm not one of those disrespectful guys, so I wanted to know how to properly pronounce his name. So my brother-in-law told me it's uh, pronounced Gil, G-I-L. So uh, I thought it was Gil, but it's uh, Gil. He's actually so, just telling um, us that, so we say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've got all the respect in the world for the guy. He's a super tough guy who's fought a lot of really good guys. So I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have a fight any other way. I want to fight the best, so that's why I took this fight. What's your mindset going into it? I mean, uh are you ever intimidated by an opponent or uh, you just have so much confidence? I, I feel like you have to, honestly, uh, yeah. to I get mean, into a ring and just that... have punches thrown at your face. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing I don't see every day. Like, I train with some really good guys. Like, one of my main training partners, Tom Egan, I mean, he's going to be on the fight card as well. And, you know, he's from Ireland originally up here and has tremendous boxing. And uh, I train with Rick Holland, who's a Bellator vet, too. And, I mean, these guys are trying to rip my heads off. And all my uh, training partners down at Mass BJJ, they do everything that I'm going to see and then some. So, uh, you know, and I have a great coach in Nate Ryan out of Mass BJJ who just puts together a great game plan. So I go in there, and then I've, I've seen the fight already. I've already been through it in every different scenario. I've seen that fight. And, um, you know, I'm confident we have a game plan. And, you know, it's, it's all smooth sailing once you get in there. That's the fun. Chuck, everybody wants to know. What is your daily diet? <laughs> My daily <laughs> diet. I'm I'm probably one of the uh, the better guys around as it comes to nutrition. Um, I'm also a personal trainer. I went to school for exercise science. I got my degree in that. But um, you know, my daily diet. I eat close to 3,200 calories a day. Um, thankfully, I'm sponsored by uh, SmartPowders.com, so they give me all the supplementation I need. But you know, I'm either in the grind with my clients all day and then training at night, lifting, and or I'm uh, at Mass BJJ training all day. So I just pack all my meals. No no crap you know it's all about nutrient timing you know carbs when you need them no unnecessary carbs just protein fat every other meal and uh you know fruits in the morning time don't stay away from them at night so it's all very scientific how i have it broken down and how i cut weight because 
I grew up close to 30 pounds or so to get on weight. <laughs> I, I, you're actually talking a foreign language to all of us here because – I didn't hear donuts in there. I, no. Yeah. I, I didn't hear uh, – what fast food establishment do you frequent the most? <laughs> I, I haven't had fast food in close to six years. Now, don't get me wrong. When I don't have a fight coming up <laughs> – no, Don't get me wrong. If McDonald's <laughs> wants to sponsor me – No, 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 I would not. I would not take it. You know, I'm not about the money, so I, I would not take that. But, uh, you know – when I don't have a fight coming up, I have like one or two what I call cheat meals a week. So um, I keep all my other nutrient levels on, uh, you know, on course for that whole week. But what I'll is a like cheat a, meal? Uh, a whole pizza is a cheat meal. Okay. To me. I mean, I can't eat go. a lot of food. That, that, so. that makes sense to us. Do you know what I'm say? Like I might have half a tomato. I don't know. A whole pizza. A whole pizza is like that's a a regular meal. A cheat yeah. meal for me would be like a whole pizza. And three double cheeseburgers <laughs> and, you know, God, large fries. A cheat meal for me is yeah, like a right. box of macaroni and cheese, can of beans. Yeah, you, you say all that with all that pizza and stuff. I could sit you down and I've seen so many people all oh, eat all this food and then they can't do it. And they see how much I can eat and they're wondering how I can do all that when I eat so healthy all the time. It's, you know, because I eat on a consistent basis. Right. I'm eating every three to four hours. So, Well, it's, I guess, the same thing. You have those uh, uh, hot dog eating championships and those guys are really thin that are the, yeah. the champions they can eat the most hot dogs so yeah um, absolutely <laughs> now do you, um do you not drink at all like from your diet because you, you said you're very regimented so like does that preclude drinking as well yeah i stopped drinking back in 2008 um yeah, i just you know i started drinking at a young age and it was stupid and um whatever i had i had my fun with it I, i'm not like a, a wallflower, as you call it, so I can go out and have fun and hang out and have fun without needing alcohol. You know, I'm probably the most ridiculous person in a room at times, so, um, and that's completely sober. So, um, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't need alcohol. <laughs> did you, uh, did you quit drinking because uh, of the sport, or because you thought you were traveling down an alcoholic? Uh, you know, a little bit of both. I was, I was just hit with that crossroad, and you know, <laughs> better off without it. I don't need it, so. You know, life's better without it. You don't want to go to the gym the next day trying to get a lift in or trying to get them training in and, you know, feel my crap hung over. It's not worth it, you know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we're having a phone call in while we're in with you, so we were trying to get rid oh. of that one. We're, it's your time now. <laughs> yeah, it's my time. Come it's on your now. time. It's our time. Our time down here. It's our special bonding time right now. <laughs> Chuck, have you, uh, have you ever uh, – tweeted out an, a picture of of your private parts <laughs> no no um <laughs> actually uh my good friend he's my supplement sponsor but he's actually like my best friend now one of my good friends you know he's always like you know clean up your act you don't want to look stupid and you know i make some inappropriate comments every now and again but i would never uh tweet out my private parts so. <laughs> not not like anthony Weiner. Yeah, not unless you're running for politics if you, <laughs> no you should win like a, a championship belt and just have the championship over your private <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that's just those are the people everyone's like oh look that's funny but you know that's not good press for you, you right, like right. Idiot do, now, do you so. have any problems on twitter i it, it twitter is kind of a crazy thing that has taken over the world and I, where nobody could talk to you now everybody can talk to you uh yeah. do you get a lot of shit talk or a lot of hate from honestly no like um there was one time when i fought in indiana and i remember walking out with my coach and stuff and we were fighting their hometown guy and you know people were swearing at me saying f you to me hope i die and all this stuff and wow like, oh, this is crazy like <laughs> I feel like I'm a good guy in the sport. If anyone ever asks for anything, I'm there to help. And, like, I'm always there to help anybody that needs help. So, um, for the most part, everyone's great on there. They're always real respectful and joke around with me because, you know, I'm still, you know, a 
comical person. I'm kind of ridiculous, but uh, within reason on the social networking. So, um, no, everyone's cool on there. They're always wishing me luck and when my next fight's going to be and hoping I get back in the UFC and all that nice stuff. So I've got a lot of good support coming from there. Do you want to get back in the UFC? No, absolutely. That's my main goal, 100%. Um, when I got there, I got there off being tough. And, you know, now I've found a coach that just really fits well with me and, um, and, and Nate Ryan. And just, you know, the sky's the limit with us. And, like, I'm not coming in to train and just be the toughest guy on the mat every day. I'm coming in to train to learn something new every day. And, like, I'm growing every day underneath them. So we're just getting to that point now where, where this toughness is meeting skill. So now it's just putting this win streak together and making that push to get back to the UFC where I feel I can, you know, where I belong and where I can contend. Who, who, uh, who in the UFC would you love to fight? Is there anybody in particular that you're like, man, I would love to just face off with this guy? Honestly, anybody. They could come and tell me to fight George St. Pierre tomorrow, and I'd say yes. Like, that's just my mentality. I would love it. And, yeah. Um, but, you know, what do I think would be an awesome fight? I think Carlos Condon and I would be an amazing fight to watch. I think our bodies are similar, and we have a similar fighting style at the same time. You know, um, obviously, he's, you know, a world champ and stuff, but uh, I think that would be a really fun fight to have. Like, that's what I look forward to is big challenges in life. And, um, you know, one day I'm not going to be able to fight anymore, and I want to look back and say I fought the best, and I think he's one of the best, and that would be a lot of fun. Have you ever, like, looked back at some of those really early UFC events, like the very first UFC events when it was all just uh, fighting styles from all around the world? Could you see yourself going and just, like, fighting a sumo wrestler? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I was that idiot that would do any of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I got into the sport because I walked, watched a documentary on, on Mark Hunt and Mark Coleman, and, uh, <laughs> you know, they're walking around with the fists in the air and seeing that they're getting paid for this back in, like, 2004. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is cool. So, um, you know. It's been fun. It's been a wild ride, but absolutely, I would jump into that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so, Chuck, we we actually have to go now. Um, yep. Your time has come to end this wonderful conversation. Wonderful. Uh, CES Gold Rush, August 9th at Twin Rivers Casino in Lincoln. Uh, Chuck O'Neill is fighting Gilles Defridis. Gilles Defridis. Uh, yep. How do you think you're gonna su- you're gonna submit him? You're gonna knock him out? How do you think it's gonna end? I don't make calls. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna win. Um, you know, you, you can't make those calls because then you're going to force stuff. But uh, I'll, I'll say second round is going to be the way it's going to end. But uh, it's going to be a great fight, so expect a war. Uh, I, we're re- very, very excited about it. Uh, you can buy tickets at CESMMA.com. Uh, and it's Tell at- them that Chuck sent you so I can get credit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Referral. Nobody's going to ever do that. Uh, and your Twitter handle is, is it at Chuck O'Neill MMA? Yep, yep. So- so follow Chuck on Twitter, at Chuck O'Neill MMA. Chuck, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, we would love to have you live in studio uh, sometime in the future. Or definitely call in for a little bit longer so we can, you know, talk about whatever's going on. Absolutely. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Take it easy, buddy. All right. You too. Have a good night. So that was Chuck O'Neill. Yep. Very fascinating uh, interview with him. He's a really big guy for 170. You guys did a great job. Yeah. Like, you guys, you ask so, questions. I try, but I was interrupted. I mean, I feel like we did a great job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's he's pretty big for I want to compliment every time I do anything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, after you ask the question, be like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't like, like clapping. I just did a, uh, That's a great question. Are we calling him? Or who's the next one? Who we got next? Uh, next, I think, is uh, Eric Bettert, heavyweight. In case of a fast pickup, we ask you to let us know that you're not a voicemail system, so you need to press one. Uh, is this Eric? Hello? Hey. Hello? Hello? 
Hey. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Is this Eric? Um, no, this is um, Rob Font. Oh, Rob Font. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> I'm Whoops. sorry. There was a, there was a <laughs> schedule change. We were actually supposed to have your opponent on, and uh, and he's not calling in, so uh, uh, we, have okay. a, we have a replacement uh, who's calling in, I guess, at 8.30. So. Hello, Rob. How are you this evening? Good, good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Um, actually, I guess we're all doing. We got you got I'm five well. people at this table. Yeah. <laughs> doing very well. Wonderful. <laughs> very wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rob, uh, leading up, uh, as we're coming close to this fight, uh, are you getting stressed out? Are you feeling any anxiety? Um, no, I'm actually just real, real calm. I just got done um, doing some um, couple rounds with my man Tateki Matsuda. We just did some um, light jiu-jitsu and some uh, pad work, and I'm just hanging out right now, just getting ready for this weight cut and just hanging out, you know? How, how did you stay calm before a fight? Is that something that just comes naturally? Because whenever I, I'm about to do anything big in my life, uh, as far as, you know, when I got married, when I had kids, I, I'm just, I have so much anxiety, I get really stressed out. And, and I feel like I would be tenfold if you know that somebody's trying to fucking punch your face off, how how do you stay calm through that? Yeah, honestly, um, I really I know it's hard to you know it's kind of hard to say, but I um I don't even try to think about the fight till I really get in there. Um, I just you know throw the headphones on, just relax. Um, you know I have like Tyson Charlier in the back with me, so he's always you know cracking jokes, making fun of everybody. So it's just real easy. I just try not to think about it, and then just once I get in there, just business, you know. What what's on your headphones? What are you listening to? Uh, I'm just a little bit of everything. I just throw the Pandora on and just listen to whatever comes on. Nice. So uh, it's Rob Font versus uh, Christopher Foster at CES Gold Rush. Is your fight's the main event, right? Um, I believe so. Um, I think that's, I think that's what they just because uh, Mike Campbell just I guess a uh, opponent had to pull out, so I guess they're gonna move it to the. And main it's not event. only the main event; it's also a title fight. Yep, uh, first ever uh, 45 uh, title fight, so. So it should be um, you know, making history here, so can't wait. Now, do you have, do you have a strategy? I mean, uh, when you go up against it's Chris Foster, uh, are you watching tapes, uh, videos of his other fights, or do you just have your own game plan that you know is going to work? Like, I feel like there's some fighters uh, watching the UFC, like um, uh, Roy Nelson, who he just has one thing that he does, which is just an overhand right. Not really. He's really good on the ground. Yeah, but he hasn't displayed that in a long time. And he just goes in there, and he's like, I'm going to knock this person out, and that's how I'm going to end this fight. And everybody kind of expects it. They always look out for it. Uh, how, are, how are you preparing? Like, do you, are, do you have multiple things in your arsenal, like submission? You know, I, um, I'm always working on my weaknesses. You know, I'm always working on my wrestling and my jiu-jitsu um, and just, you know, um, overall striking for either boxing or more side. But, um, I usually just try to, you know, keep everything sharp, work on my weaknesses, and then, um, you know, uh, Mark and Tyson, they're always watching the, the videos, so um, they come up with a game plan, and we just go with the game plan, whatever they go with. But half the time, it's kind of, honestly, we kind of just freestyle in, in, in the in the cage. We kind of just go with whatever whatever he's throwing, and we kind of counter that. So if he's giving me the takedown, I'm going to take it. If he's, you know, he's being real lazy with his hands, we're going to look to, you know, throw hands with him, so... But we kind of, you know, we know his strengths, we know his weaknesses, and um, we kind of just, whatever opens up, we just take advantage of it. What What is his weakness? What do you feel is his biggest weakness? His biggest weakness? It's hard to say, man. He's so um, 
he was like so solid. I, I, you know, he, he he kind of reminded me of like like Chuck Liddell, where he uses you know he's like uh, has great hands, great power, and um you know uses his wrestling to keep the fight standing instead of you know like using it to take it down. So it's um but if I would say anything, I don't think he fights well backing up. Um, we're gonna try to expose that. We're gonna try to keep him going back. We'll get him on his heels and um you know try to look for openness. Uh, do you know him very well at all? Have you? Uh... I actually don't. I never met him. Um, we're supposed to fight once for uh, for another promotion. Um, he, I guess he um, injured his hand, so he had to pull out of that. But then, uh, but not too. I really don't know as much about him, like personally. But I know, like, you know, what I'm saying? I've, I've looked up his record, and um, you know, he's solid. Guy. You know, he's a solid um opponent. He's um, I believe 72. He has like five finishes, so you know, he, he's a, he's a killer in there. So can't wait to put you know what I'm saying um get in there and exchange with him what what is your what does next week look like for you what starting monday to friday the main event what are you doing uh, uh monday i'll just you know i'll probably wake up and go to uh, my um strength and conditioning um guy and um you do like a light lift and then um just uh kind of sweat it out just keep moving around sweating then i'll go home eat just relax watch some tv um, throw the Netflix on, just relax, and then um, towards the night I'll just go in and um, hit some pads with uh, probably uh, Mark Delagrado. We're gonna hit some pads, and then um, just kind of game plan, just go over what we're gonna do, and um, just sweat really, just kind of keep moving, keep sweating, and then just relax. Same thing Tuesday, then Wednesday start the weight cut. Do you, do you uh, have a girlfriend? Thursday or a wife? morning finish the weight cut, then weigh in Thursday. And, Hydrate and get ready to go. Yeah. Do, do you have a girlfriend or a wife? Um. Yes, I have a girl. I have a girlfriend. You have a girlfriend. How does that play into uh, a week before the fight? Because I mean, I know women; they can be pretty demanding uh, on every aspects of their life. Does she kind of get jealous when you are are really focused on a fight and preparing, or does she give you enough space? Like what? Nah, she's um she's the best actually. She um she honestly just lets me do whatever I need to do. She um. She understands, you know, I'm kind of weighed, I'm a little, you know, a little angry, a little aggravated, so she just kind of letting me just be myself, so she leaves me alone, she goes hangs out with her friends, and, you know, she just, she, but she, she always taking me where I need to be, she, you know, she's real good, she just, just, um, she kind of just really just, just leaves me alone, honestly. Yeah, that's do you, good. Do you feel that you need to avoid, like, having sex or anything like that before a fight, or do you need, like, uh, you know, that kind of release beforehand? Nah, if I can get it in right before the fight, I'm definitely going to do that. You know? <laughs> I don't really believe in all that. You know, I was, he's back hey, there during the, uh, like, the opening fight. ready, I'm ready. <laughs> the opening fights, he's back down in a way. <laughs> have you ever requested that before a fight? Like, hey, can my girl really I haven't. Quick? I might. I got to try it out. I haven't, though. <laughs> give me an idea. You give me an idea, you know? <laughs> um, now, before weigh-ins... Uh, Obviously, I, I there's a, a lot of fighters that drop a lot of weight right before the weigh-in. They don't drink anything. They they get I guess the hot boxes and things like that. There's multiple in the sauna with the trash bag. Yeah, there's the multiple bike. different ways. Uh, how much weight do you cut just before weigh-ins? Just before I'm the weigh-in, um, the the most I've ever cut was uh, six pounds, and um, I'm hoping this time everything goes well. It's only going to be three pounds. But it, it, all together, from like Wednesday to Thursday, I'll cut about ten pounds. Wow! At the most, ten pounds. Yeah, I don't want to lose ten pounds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then right after that, you're just sucking down water. Yeah, you know we um we get the Pedialyte, the water, and just 
you know, just hydrate back up and then eat up, you know, have scheduled meals, like small scheduled meals to like, like around, I don't know, like I want to say like seven, eight, maybe nine, then just kind of have whatever I want after that. What's your plan after the fight if you win? What's your celebration? Uh, I'm not even sure, man. Honestly, I'm not even really thinking that far. But yeah, that's looking too far. Yeah. I know I know they have Dave and Buster's down there in Rhode Island, so I might have to go there and it's a good time. hang out. Arcade games. Um, And CES title fights, they're five rounds, right? Five rounds. Yeah, this five, is the first time you've fought five rounds, right? This will be the first time I'll fight five so, rounds. So are you nervous about having to go deep into those championship rounds? Um, Not really. Um, I'm in condition. I'm in shape, so, like, I'm not worried about that, but, uh, you know, um, the thing I could say, uh, uh, Chris does have advantage of me. Um, he has gone five rounds before, you know. He's been there, so he knows what it takes to go five rounds. So, uh, But besides that, I'm not really worried about it. I go five rounds every other day, and, you know, in the gym, so it's not that big of a deal. Now, you've, you've had seven, uh, is it, you've had seven, Seven fights. Seven fights, not amateur fights, uh, professional fights, and you've only lost one. Yep. Uh, I, I'm trying to see that right now. Is it? Are they mostly knockouts, submissions? Decisions. I have uh, two submissions, one knockout, and uh, three decisions. What's it feel like to knock somebody out? <laughs> Best feeling in the world. Um, the one knockout I did have, I, uh, I caught him with a, uh, a rear uppercut, and um, honestly... I didn't even thought. I thought I missed him. Like it just went right through him. I really thought I missed him. I didn't feel anything. Um, it just went right through him. And the next thing I know, he's on the ground. It was just kind of a weird feeling, but it's a good. Just afraid to just get in there, get it over with, and then just go home. You know. <laughs> it's done. It's over. I get to go home and yeah, you know, I stay at the office. Like, rear like, uppercut okay, cool. to me sounds like something completely different. What does it sound like? A to rear you? uppercut, like you fisting. A rear uppercut. I don't know. Oh, it sounded okay, like it completely now. different to me. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. Uh, well, it completely, <laughs> I clearly had to because it was too complicated for you. <laughs> very, it's very. Uh, Dave is referring to rear uppercut as a, you're sticking a fist up somebody's ass. That's that's the that's the quality of the show that you're getting into right now. <laughs> nice. That's, not, that's the kind of show I, I like to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're into fisting. All right. Well, now you're on our level. Right, right. <laughs> How deep John have Johnson you gotten your fist in your, uh, a girl's ass? Go. Yeah, you're, you go for it. How deep? Man, I, I haven't, but yeah, I gotta try. You guys are giving me some ideas, and my girl's gonna be in trouble tonight. <laughs> oh man! What uh, do you do to uh, get yourself pumped up before a match? Well, usually um, what I'll do is oh, you're asking. Oh. <laughs> I just you know I just um, I really I just think about all the things I had to cut out, all the the food I couldn't eat, all the time I couldn't go out, and just you know put that all on him and just get ready to you know take it out right on him really. And just, you know, get hype. It doesn't take much for me to get hyped to go into the fight, um, you know. So once I, once, I, once I get the call, it's just time to go. It's just something clicks, and I just get ready, and I'm ready to rock. Do you have, a, like, a fighting nickname? Actually, I don't. I need, uh, maybe, maybe you guys should make, make one up, but I, I really don't have one. Adam's, Adam's actually there. really good at, at coming up with uh, uh, nicknames for, uh, for fighters, their fighting name. Adam, you have any ideas well, let's go, right now? Let's give you some ideas. Something, some, something to do with anal fisting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, what has been your favorite fight to watch, uh, whether it be CES or UFC, uh, in the past uh, a few months that you were really excited fight. to watch and um, you really enjoyed from start to finish? 
Uh, you know, actually, um, Dan Lozon's uh, last fight was um, pretty exciting. He fought uh, for World Series of Fighting on the undercard, and he was just, like, I was just, he was just throwing everything at this one kid, uh, John Gufferson, I think his name is, and he was just taking it. He was just kept going over. He was all three rounds, just pretty much beat the crap out of the kid. So, uh, you know, so I, really, um, I, really, I really like his style, and that was a great fight to watch. Did you watch the uh, Anderson Silva, uh, who did he Chris Weidman. Chris Chris Weidman fight? Yeah, I definitely had. I couldn't have missed that. I was um you know, I was a good, I was a great W for Weidman. Um uh, you know, Anderson just got cocky, you know, put his hands down, got cocky, got cut. Do you think he he got cocky or do you think he did that on purpose? He was trying to throw the fight cuz a lot of people think that he went in there and he just kinda... I I don't think you would if you saw the way he um got hit. I don't think you would if you're going to throw honestly, if you're going to throw a fight, I think you're probably like Cap to a submission or something, but I wouldn't get hit like that. Just so I don't care how many, how much money. You're how do you think but. the rematch is gonna go? Do you think uh, Anderson Silva's gonna come back out and just unload on him and show him, you know? Oh, Honestly, this I is... think Weeman's gonna take it again. I you think, think he so? just, yeah, I really do. Um, I, I don't want him to. I would love to see <laughs> Anderson come back, but I really do think he's gonna take it again. He might submit him, but he definitely, I think he'd be TKO or submission. Is your goal to one day be a part of the UFC family, or do you want to stay CES? Um, you know, CES is a great promotion. They definitely take care of me, but, uh, you know, always trying to fight for number one promotion out there. Um, but, you know, Bellator World Series would be a great promotion too, but um, definitely trying to get to UFC. Uh, UFC. Who, who in the UFC would you love to fight? Who would I love to fight? Uh... Yeah, anybody really. <laughs> it doesn't really matter as long as I can get in there. I thought of a nickname. Rob uh, Nonchalant Font. <laughs> Rob Nonchalant Font. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's the worst name ever. That's <laughs> not bad. It's not the worst that's name better ever. than a default like nickname like Sugar or something that you're never gonna right, right. live up to. Uh why do you think um boxing has kind of died down as far as its popularity goes and MMA itself, I, I mean, obviously, like, Dana White has done a great job promoting MMA and getting the name out there, and then uh, we have uh, promotions like CES, which are really just putting out great fights after great fights, um, but why has boxing just kind of a take, taken a backseat to all of that? I, um, I honestly wouldn't, I don't think it has, honestly, um, you know, they have, there's a lot of great fights that have been going on out there, yeah, um, you know, Adrian Bronner, he's, he's killing it right now. Um, Canelo Mayweather, they're going to match up. Um, that Danny Garcia versus um, uh, Lucas Matisse fight is going to be another great fight. Um, I just think it's, um, I don't know, like, I guess it's uh, they promote it a little better. or But um, as a true, like, I, I'm a huge boxing fan. I, I don't think it's really died out that much. So so you you like, you watch boxing as well? Uh, definitely. I definitely watch boxing. Um, I'm always trying to pick up little tricks from boxers. I train with a lot of boxers. Um, so I really don't think it died out there. You know, there's a lot of people out there. If you watch, uh, you know, Showtime's always been on shows, HBO, and they, um, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of um, great fights out there. You, you guys watch boxing at all? Or I, I honestly Sometimes. haven't watched. I, I, I see clips here and there uh, after yeah. one of the mi- the bigger events, but it's not something anymore that I, I go out of my way. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not like it used to be, like, you know, in the 80s, 90s, but, you know, it's definitely it's some great fights out there. You know, you got uh, Donito Donaire, he's tearing it up. Uh, 
there's a lot of fight, boxing I, I, I um, watch. So, but I think you know the UFC they're just marketing a little better than boxing. You know they're they're on um, um, cable TV. They got the reality shows. Right. Yeah, they're you know, they do the So like it's out there a little more. So people. And then and then is like I guess you could say if you don't really know what you're watching, you could. Um, you can't really appreciate like you know you watch a Mayweather fight you're like oh man he's just another boy you know another decision it's gonna be boring to hold him <laughs> but if you watch like a like a Canelo like May fight it might be you know like I think he's gonna he might come and bring it to Mayweather so it depends on um, who you're watching I think but I feel like UFC fights are definitely more exciting so that's probably why a lot more people you know saying would kind of go the, the MMA way than than boxing if uh, if Vince McMahon uh, called you tomorrow and wanted you to be a part of the WWE universe. Would you say yes? Oh man, those guys, those guys get paid. I guess I have to do a couple of shows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why not? You know why not? You know. <laughs> Did you watch WWE or WWF at the time uh, growing up? Are those? Um, not too much. You know, I was like when I watched it, it was like when like The Rock and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was you know doing their thing. So the um, Attitude Era. But not too. I wasn't huge on it. Um, Have you ever taken a shot in the head with a steel folding chair? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't yet, but you know, hey. If they were gonna have an MMA event thing. where it was like a Royal Rumble and there were just a ton of guys just duking it out, would you be a part of that? <laughs> would I be a part of like a Royal Rumble? Yeah, <laughs> an, an actual fighting. Royal yeah, Rumble. but real fighting, like a real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, honestly, if I'm not getting paid, I'm not throwing anything. <laughs> so it's all money. Okay, all right, I understand. I'm not all about the money, but yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not well, That's too, a big part of it. You know, I mean, big that, on, on street fighting and all that, you know? If somebody's going to pay me money to just get punched in the face by you, I think I would take the money. I could recover yeah, you know, from a punch, I think. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, have you ever been knocked out before? Never. Never knocked I've been, out. I've been, I've been clipped a little bit um, in practice, but never been knocked out in a fight. So you wouldn't train at shoot box who they used to knock each other out just for fun? Oh, definitely not, man. <laughs> definitely not. Hey, I hate guys that just try to knock you out and sparring. It's like, you know, and, you know, you, there's guys you can spar with and there's guys you just stay away from, you know. And I definitely stay away from guys that are just, you know, always trying to knock you out, bigger guys. So, you know, it's just... You know, you always get hit every day. There's no reason to be getting knocked out, you know. Are, are there any fights at CES Gold Rush uh, that you're really excited to see uh, at the on the upcoming card? Do you even get a chance to see them, or are you just? You know? Um, I probably won't get a chance, but I'm definitely looking forward to the replays. I want to see the the Doherty and um, Johnny Campbell fight go. I think it's gonna be a great fight. Who, who do you think? Two thirty-five is going at it. There's a little bad blood behind that, and it's gonna be, you know. Matt Doherty's award, or Johnny Campbell, you know, he always brings it, so definitely think. And at that, I know Johnny Campbell's not taking a fight. Usually he takes a lot of fights on short notice. I know he, he has a full camp going, so it should be a great fight. Um, if you get the title belt, do you get to take the belt home? Uh, yep. Are you going to have sex with your girl wearing the, the belt? belt on. <laughs> Fist in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to take a picture and just send it to you guys. Oh, please do. We'll put it right yes. up on our website that doesn't exist. It will. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So Rob Font is fighting Chris Foster at CES Gold Rush. Rob, I think we want you to win because Chris Foster wasn't able to call in. 
Uh, he bailed I on us. Get you out of my side. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there rooting you on. He proverbially uh, fisted us. Definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Go. No, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> Honestly, I thought that he was coming on at 8:30. That's the last message I have from you. Oh no, no. Chris Foster uh, bailed on us, and we have Eric Bettered calling in at at uh, 8:30. Uh, so, yes, we're very excited. We hope that you win. It's, it's actually pretty exciting that uh, it, it is a title fight. They have a new belt that's coming into the CES family. Uh, it's, uh, it's Featherweight, right? Um, yeah, uh, Featherweight yeah, title. Feather. Yep. Yeah, Featherweight title. Uh, so we want everybody uh, to root for the great, the only Rob Nonchalant Font. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Nonchalant Font. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Rob, do you, have a, do you have a Twitter handle? Oh uh, yeah, you give me um, look me up at uh, Rob S. Font on Twitter, um, Rob Font on um, Instagram, and just you know look me up Robert Font on Facebook. Great, and you can purchase tickets to see Rob fighting uh, Chris Foster at www.cesmma.com. I believe. Or better, come down to the gym, combine personally for me, so I can get some commission on that. Okay, what gym? What gym are you at? Oh, we're at Sea Thong um, in Somerville, Massachusetts, on the Broadway. So, so there you go. So out. go purchase I'll some tickets directly from Rob Font. He'll even uh, he'll probably sign a titty. I would guess. <laughs> sign a titty, mate. Bite a titty. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> bite a titty. Bite a titty. <laughs> Jesus, you bite titties. You just go to a gym and get your tit bit. You'll go elbow <laughs> deep in you if you bite. Bite <laughs> too. All right. So good luck to you. Um, hopefully, we get a chance to uh, catch up after the fight or there at the event itself. Uh, we'll be there. So uh, nice, nice. we'll be there. So, yeah, um, you know, just come up to me. I definitely would love, love to meet you guys. I'm know? actually I'm gonna come into the corner while you're fighting in between rounds, <laughs> and I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, hey Show me some water." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Rob, for calling in. Uh, and, and real quick, again, can I just give a quick shout out to my sponsors, real quick? Hey, definitely, Absolutely. please do. Definitely cool. Um, I just want to shout out um, Kill Vodka. It's a new um, vodka company out of Rhode Island, actually. So awesome. make sure you check them out at killvodka.com. Um, Skills of Strength, uh, Mike Perry, Amanda Perry, my strength and conditioning coach. Uh, make sure you check them out. Cool. Kill Vodka and, and, uh, and Michael, the, the judges there. So, all right. Well, uh, have a good night. Uh, we're going to take a break, I think, here. And uh, we'll be back uh, We'll be back live on the night of fights here with uh, Eric Bettered, who is a heavyweight fighter uh, in the CES promotion. So. Uh, take us out, Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me, man. All right, good night. Go home and start getting start this getting this fish ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy. All right, bro. Thank you.
The Hi. Lotus Cast Fight Night. Oh. Woo. Hi, Matt. Woo. Hey, Dave. The Hi, Dave. I thought we how were... are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic, except for my elbow hurts because your car sucks. Yes. Today was uh, Take Your Dave Harvey to Work Day, uh, so I had Dave Harvey passenger along with me uh, for most of my work day. It was quite exciting. I realized that Dave Harvey is a serial killer. Yep. Uh, is he now? Yes. It, when I called him... <laughs> When I called him, I, I was like, okay, uh, I'm going to pick you up at this time, like one little after 1 o'clock, like 1.15. And he's like, oh, uh, okay, well, I just made... In case of a fast pickup, I we can't finish the story now, never mind. Because <laughs> Eric Bettert is calling. You can tell the story to him. Hello. Hello, I'm looking for Matt. Uh, this is Matt. You are live right now on the Lotus Cast. This is Eric, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Just me. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing good. You? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you're fighting uh, at CES Gold Rush, correct? 
Yes, I am. And who is your opponent? Because we are unprofessional here and we have nothing prepared. Uh, the guy's name is Juliana. I can't even say his last name. Everybody calls him the banana or banana. The banana? The banana. Hold on. Yeah, his name is Juliana, first off. And his name is Banana? That's his nickname? Yeah, Yep, and I can't say his last name. It's like Contijo. It's it's Brazilian. I have no idea why they call him Banana, but that's what it's, they call him. That's because he's a huge yellow dick. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be hard the entire fight. So don't go to the ground. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, you're a heavyweight fighter uh, in CES. How are you? Uh, how are you liking the CES uh, uh, promotion? Uh, great, great bunch of guys to uh, to fight for. I fought for them now. Let's uh, see. I think my fourth fight, maybe fifth fight with them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think this is my fifth fight with them. I, I love it. It's right down the street. I mean, Lincoln's literally 20 minutes away from my house. I get a gr good group of guys to go there. It's a nice place to go. Especially now they have table games, although I don't know if any of my fans are going to be sitting there actually watching me fight. I'll be gambling all that damn money away. <laughs> uh, what is it like fighting at a, a Twin River Casino? It's it's nice. I mean, I fought at Mohegan Sun. My first two fights were at Mohegan. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit of a, a, a contrast there because you know Mohegan Sun's like the uh, stadium style scene, and you know you're in a place where like people like Bellator and and big boxing promotions go. Right. CES CES is uh, more like a, a a smaller venue in size comparison to, to what they can fit in Mohegan Sun. But I'll tell you, it's it's awesome to be there. You can see the fights from anywhere. Um, you know, there's no stadium seating, so it's everything's on ground level. But there's no like, there's never like people in your way. I've I've watched fights there. I've watched boxing there. The ring's high enough where you can see everything there. Um, there's a you know good music playing. There's a good group of guy out, good group of guys out uh, selling stuff, and you can. You know, there's a DJ that's out there playing even different music when you go in there. It's, it's a nice place to be. It is. I've been to a few CES events, and I've always had a great time there. Like you said, you can be uh, anywhere in the venue and see the see the fight. Uh, it's just an all-around. Even in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Yep. If you go into the, actually, the bathrooms are uh, just uh, off to the side of the ring. So <laughs> the big glass window. It's so nice. Totally. Um. Explain to me your process for getting ready for this fight. I uh, want Have you ever fought a Brazilian before? Yes. <laughs> I I've actually fought. Uh, I I fought this guy. Uh, the guy I'm fighting now is actually a um, Daniel Gracie, um, Kieran Gracie black belt. He's a high level black belt, um, and uh, he's uh, he's a really good good ground guy. He's ranked fifth in. The Sorry, my daughter literally just walked into the room trying to jump in on my conversation. <laughs> well, uh, tell her we said hi. <laughs> yeah. My two-year-old will come in to steal my phone and walk away from me. I have no idea what the hell she's saying to you. Uh, he's a, he's a high-level black belt on the ground. Uh, he's won multiple um, grappling and, and submission um, worldwide. He's a really good grappler. So we've been working on a lot of takedown defense. Um I mean, I'm just, I'm a kid who, who can bang. I like to bang. I did wrestle for a long time. Uh, I wrestled for like six years. I coached for a couple of years. So I'm hoping my, my, my takedown defense is going to be good enough because that's where I'm going to see it. Well, um, I, I, I'm watching your uh, debut fight 
uh, right now. We have it. We have it up on the, the TV. Jesus Christ, man! I, your takedown. Uh, you took him down. I, I don't know how long it was into the fight, but it wasn't that far into it. Uh, that's pretty impressive. I mean, you were fuck. You were throwing some heavy fists. This guy looks scared. Yeah. Like he he real good knees. Too. He looks terrified. You're throwing knees. You fucking you flipped him over. I, yeah, that fight was that was that was pretty funny because it, it, right before we walked into that fight, I'm standing inside Mohegan Sun and I'm talking to my corner guys and I'm literally making jokes. I'm one of those guys that I don't get, I don't get real nervous. I don't get real jittery. I mean, I, I know people punch themselves in the face before they get out there. I'm literally standing there cracking jokes with my corner <laughs> guys and he looks at me and he goes, "Hey, you know you have to fight now, right?" I'm like, "Oh yeah," and you can actually you can <laughs> hear the commentators. The commentator standing on the side going, wow, this guy was really calm for his, you know, for his first, you know, pro fight. And the other guy goes, first pro fight? This is his first fight. He looks like he's been doing this his whole life. He's just relaxed. I'm always like that. And that, that fight's a, a pretty funny fight to watch because that was, I mean, my first fight. That's 2011. That's February of 2011. You destroyed that guy. That guy, uh, <laughs> you fucked that, him up. That, my hands are a thousand times better than that fight. Okay. If anybody watched, would just watch that fight and then went, all right, cool, this is what this guy does, and then saw how, how my hands are now, they go, that's not the same person. Really? I've worked, I've worked a, lot of, uh, a lot of boxing, a lot of, uh, a, a lot of my striking, uh, a lot more since that fight. I mean, I walked up, hit the dude, picked him up, dropped him on his head, and if you watch that play, that's Eve Levine standing there, UFC referee. How, how much of a nice guy you see? I punched him 32 times on the ground. Yeah. And he still didn't stop the fight. Oh my god! I am just continuing to punch this dude in the face. I mean, they weren't heavy, heavy shots, but come on, he wasn't defending himself the entire fight. He hit me twice in the entire fight. I yeah, hit him like fifty something times. I'm like, I, I was watching the fight after, and I started. My my buddy had said something to me. He's like, "Oh wow, you hit him a lot." And I went, "How many times did I hit him?" And I started counting. It took him like fifty-two unanswered shots. Yeah. And Levine's just standing there like, all right, this is fine. That's cool. The guy's just got a gashing hole in his face. That's cool. We'll just let him go. <laughs> uh, now, uh, you, you mentioned that your daughter walked into the room. Uh, you just have one one child or multiple children? Yeah, I, I got one one little girl, my two-year-old. Uh, that's uh, two years old. That's pretty young. So she's not coming yeah. to the fights yet. No, no. Actually, that fight you were just watching, my wife was like eight months pregnant with my daughter <laughs> in the stands. She was giving birth, uh, just in your yeah. corner. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at the fight, right after. We just went to the hospital, had a baby. We were good. Uh, are you concerned at all uh, with, I guess, having her uh, discover that you're a fighter? Or is, do you have a plan on how you're going to break that to her? You're not worried about it at all? Uh, I've literally sat on the couch sometimes and flipped. Actually, it, it was this year during the um, Bruins playoff games, and I'm flipping back between – one of the UFC fights in the Bruins game, and the entire time, no matter what channel I would change it to, my daughter looked at the TV and went, fight, fight, fight. I'm like, I love this. This is awesome. Should be in your I'm like, you lost the UFC, all, all the Bruins, and she's yelling, fight. I mean, uh, it's been part of my life, and the MMA has been part of my life for the last couple of years. Um, wrestling was part of my life for, you know, six, seven years. Um, whatever she wants to do, she can do. You know what I mean? If if she doesn't like me playing, well, that's cool. She doesn't have to watch. Right. Um, I love my daughter to death, and, and the reason I got into MMA 
was because I wanted to be around to see my daughter. I was 300 pounds when I started um, even training for MMA. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just a fat kid who was like, well, I'm probably going to die, like, real soon if I didn't do something. So I lost a lot of weight, and I said, well, when I have kids, I want to be able to do stuff with my kids. So I need to lose weight. So that was my first goal. After that, you know, I my, my uh, guys I train with were like, dude, you just need to fight. Like, why not? You're doing this much training. You lost this much weight. Let's try it. And it's been a couple of years now. You know, I started fighting in 2011. You know, so it's a couple of years now. I'm sixth in the heavyweight division, and, you know, I'm loving it. So if she she decides she doesn't like me playing, well, then she can walk out of the room while I watch MMA. Or if she wants to go and watch me fight when you know, she gets a little bit older, I'll bring her. I'll bring her to the gym. She can train. She can she can go do ballet, then go do judo. I really don't care. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a good balance. You know, That's a nice combination. I'm, does your... I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a person who um, is going to limit what my child does. I mean, I know. I mean, I was watching the gymnastics and watched one little girl smash. And I went, "See, that's way more painful than jujitsu." I'm already <laughs> on the ground. I don't have to worry about smashing my face. <laughs> right. Uh, does your wife get nervous at all uh, before your fights? Yeah, she she um she's fine all the way up until probably about the fight before mine, and then she gets real nervous, and then she watches me walk in. And then I have a fight, and then she's flying after that. So, I mean, she does get a, a bit nervous. Um, she's better off than my mother, I'll tell you that much. My mother, <laughs> really? my mother actually didn't go to my last fight. She's not going to this fight. Um, she's actually going to stay home with the baby. And uh, m- before that, my mother would just drink. She's like, I, I need a drink. I can't do this. I need a drink. I'm like, really? Uh, you know, so, I mean, my fans and, and the people I, I care about get more nervous than I do. And, I mean, it's just just a little it's just uh it, i guess it's typical i mean you never want to see your kid get punched in the face you don't want to see your husband get punched in the face but never <laughs> it is what it is right i'll tell you she's, she's real happy when i'm taking that check home she's going oh yeah we're going to disney okay fine that's cool and she takes, <laughs> she takes that check and we go to disney you know what i mean so <laughs> true she enjoys the uh the financial aspect the spoils yeah and she <laughs> likes the perks how long does it take you to recover after one of these fights? Because it looks like you like in some fights, like you take a beating and you're given a beating. Like, does it does it take a long time for you to go to Disney and not feel like you're you're you know wasted from it? I'll be honest with you. I'm going to Disney five days after this fight. Wow. <laughs> so I might be in Disney walking around hobbling, but I'm going to be in Disney, be in Disney be Wednesday, the Wednesday after the fight. So. You'll be a little yeah, rattled. Gonna, You'll see. Bring a wheelchair and you don't have to wait in line. <laughs> You'll be a little rattled. Yeah. You'll see Mickey Mouse and just deck him. <laughs> with, win or lose, I'm going to Disney World. I don't care what happens. <laughs> uh, we were just uh, we were just talking to um, we were just talking to Rob Font, who's uh, competing for the featherweight title at CES yeah. uh, Gold Rush, and uh, we we were asking him how he feels about uh, having sex before a fight. And he, he's all game, but then we, we've talked to some fighters who they cut it off. They don't want any part of a woman involved with them the week before a fight. What is your stance on that? Any guy tells you they don't want to have sex at any time is a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, listen, it would be the day of the fight. If my wife came into the locker and said, hey, let's go, I'd be like, I got five minutes. All right, cool. <laughs> you're, you're ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I don't care. I don't. I. I never understood. I mean, I've heard that from people, from sports, from athletes. Oh no, no sex before this time. No sex before that time. Listen, I'm a married man. She wants to give it up. I'll take 
whatever. But it's beautiful between us sometimes, you know what I mean? Between me training and then the baby and, you know, her doing her thing. I mean, there's sometimes where you don't even, you, you don't see each other all day. You right. don't get to have spend time. So you're like, wow, you know, it's been a little while. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's, that's life. And especially doing what I'm doing now, I'm, you know, I'm trying to work out, you know, twice a day and cardio in the morning. I come home and I do, you know, uh, MMA training at night and stuff like that. So sometimes I'm getting home at 9.30 at night. I'm opening my bedroom door and there's my wife and my daughter packed out on my bed. Oh, I'll go take a shower and go watch some TV in the other room and then go to bed. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I, that, that's always been a weird thing to me. I mean, I'm a guy. I, at any time that you want to give it up, I'm willing to take it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, who's a heavyweight fighter? Who, who's a heavyweight fighter that you really idolize? You, you, uh, really follow their career. Uh, nowadays, um, with, in regards to like the UFC and all that stuff, um, I really admire people like uh, JDS, Junior Dos Santos, and Cain Velasquez, and those guys who you look at and you're like, well, you're not 265 and 6'6". You know, you're 6'1", 6'2", you're 240 pounds, but you are destroying people. Uh, I've been, I've had people say to me, wow, you know, don't, don't let the Roy Nelson uh, physique fool you. The kid can hit. You know what I mean? Right. I've, I've always been the big fat kid. Yeah. You know, I, I've never had to be, you know, Funny, I, I was never the skinny and ripped kid. I was always the fat kid. I've always been the fat kid. Uh, trying to get to 205, maybe I'll be a skinny ripped kid when I get to 205. I've always liked, you know, guys like that who you look at and you go, wow, you, you, you're not a fighter. Um, Mark Hunt comes to mind. And the guy, he'll walk at you and be like, well, I guess I got to have to knock you out, so I'm going to walk at you and throw my right hand. You know what Mark Hunt's going to do. He's going to hit you with his right hand, and you're going to go to sleep. Or he's going to throw that, that jumping left hook, and you're going to go to sleep. I like guys like that, guys who will go down on the sword. Um, I was really impressed with Frank Mir at the beginning of his career. Um, a guy Before like that who can, who can do jiu-jitsu like that is awesome. Yeah. You know, the guy's great. Um, old school guys, I'm a huge fan of Tank Abbott. The first, the first MMA fight I ever saw, I, I watched it, uh, my friend had a v, VHS, put it in, and I watched Frank Abbott try and throw a guy over a cage. I went, that dude is awesome. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually met Tank Abbott at some local fights uh, in Brockton, I think they were, and really nice guy. You can tell age has not been a friend to him. He's been hit a lot of times. But he was always a guy that I, that I admired, you know, old school wise. Where he just walked up and he said, "Listen, I'm a fat guy and I'm gonna punch you in the face. And I'm, if I can pick you up and throw you over a cage, I'm going to. I don't care." <laughs> who, I've who always do, liked guys like that. Who do you think is gonna win in the uh, upcoming uh, Junior Dos Santos Kane Velasquez rematch? Uh, I have to go with Kane. Kane. Um, unless Junior decides that he's going to use that Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and the takedowns he has, but then you're trying to take down a really good wrestler who can punch you in the face really hard. Uh, I thought I thought the last fight was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and then then you hear that JDS got his jaw broken with the second round. Right. You go, wow, really? that's that's amazing. Um, and I think actually Velasquez could have finished him a couple times but he was respectful of the fact that JDS could probably still submit him even tired like that. So he didn't go in for the kill. I thought, I thought uh, Velasquez should have went in for the kill a little bit, uh, you know, a couple of times. But then at that higher level, you still want to sort of play it safe. You hit the guy and go, all right, well, I'm not going to go to the ground. Get back up. I'm yeah. going to punch him in the face. Uh, I, would, I, still, I still have to say Kane. 
Okay. We've talked to uh, some other fighters in the, uh, in the lower weight divisions, and they they always talk about how they have like super strict diets to meet their weight limit. Being a heavyweight, do you get to uh, do you get to take some liberties with that? That's a great question, Adam. <laughs> oh, diet. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm I'm on a diet. I I can't call it a diet anymore. It's a lifestyle at this point. Um, I've tried all the diets. I've tried. I like that. I'm gonna change diet. that. This body that I have is a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle, baby. I mean, I've I've tried uh, I've tried like paleo. I've tried I've bought the Dolce diet. My Dolce books. I couldn't freaking follow it. I have no idea what the hell he was talking about. I mean, <laughs> I read I read the books and I'm like, all right, well, I'm supposed to eat this sort of stuff, but when do I eat it? Like, what? I'm like, I need something a little more strict than what he was trying to give out. I mean, what he gave out was great advice and it was great things. It was, all natural foods, all this and all that, and I'm going. Oh, well, what am I supposed to eat? Like, yeah, right. like, what am I? What are my portions? There was no portions. It was, hey, you should make this and serve this many. It was like, well, does it serve that many for a guy with 120 pounds, or does it serve <laughs> that many for a guy with 240 pounds? <laughs> so I've I've tried the no carb. I've tried the high protein. I've tried this. I've tried that. I pretty much go with the don't eat McDonald's, don't eat Burger King, eat good stuff. Uh, you you, know, you lost me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I. I just try and eat healthier now, and since my uh, my last fight was actually at a catch weight of 230, and I, I went and I got down to 230 real easy. I'm actually walking around at about 235 pounds right now. I do CrossFit, you know, four or five days a week. I feel stronger and leaner than I ever have, even at you know 235. Um, I feel real, real good. So I just eat what makes me feel good. I mean, I'm not going to go out and and eat. You know, uh, uh, a Burger King, you know, Whopper and, and whatever. But if I go to an ice cream place, I'm gonna get a thing of ice cream. I don't care. What's the? Uh... I'm not. I'm not cutting weight. You know, I mean, my last fight, I I watched it a little bit stricter, less carbs, less of the extra stuff. But I mean, I'm a I'm a fat kid. I can eat whatever the hell I want. What What's the uh, longest you've ever gone into one of your fights? Like, do you get tired at a certain point? Seven minutes. So the first five minute round, and then a, um, then a seven, then a two two minutes after that. That was uh, the Rocha Pereira fight. You can find that on YouTube. That was at CES. That was my first fight for CES, actually. Um, guy was a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. He didn't want anything to do with the, the stand up. Every time he came in close, you know, I, I, I'd hit him, and he, he'd dive, he'd run away. He uh, he ended up trying to land like three knee bars on me in the first round. I got out of all of them, and then second round, I hit him. He fell. I got on top of him and put him in Kamar and submitted him. Now, I, so, I feel like, as you, you know, you're a big guy, and when you go out, uh, you probably intimidate a lot of people. Uh, but at the same time, if you're ever at a bar just hanging out drinking, uh, I'm sure some guys, once they have a few too many, they get a little cocky, maybe a little arrogant with you. Have you ever had any altercations in a bar, a bar fight or anything? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you'd have to fight me in a bar first. Oh, really? You don't drink? No, not really. Never. I'm a. I'm one of those people that I sit with my face towards the uh, the restaurant. I don't sit with my back towards the restaurant, so I don't get out and go get plastered because I don't want that bar fight to happen. I actually used to bounce in a bar. Okay. So I mean, that was about the only time I ever got to a bar. And that wasn't even a bar fight. I was taking some drunk idiot out of a bar. So I mean, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really drink, and I'm not, I'm not one of these guys that can say, "Well, I'm a street fighter." I, I try to avoid all that stuff. I'm, I'm probably one of the nicest going, uh, relaxing people you can be around. I don't, 
I don't get drink and get that, you know, tough guy syndrome where I got to beat everybody up. And then if somebody has that syndrome, all right, dude, that's cool. And I walk away from them. So I, I've never, I've never been a person to try and get into a confrontation, but I'm also a person where if you're going to step up and do something stupid, I'm going to smack you in the face. So you wouldn't describe your I, style as thug jitsu? I'm not that good. I call it fat kid. We we got a nice little saying in the gym. It's called fat kid fancy. I think that works a lot better than thug jitsu. I ain't no thug. (laughs) Far from it. Do you do you have a fighting nickname? Um, yeah, it's called Lucky Strikes. (laughs) So you're gonna go bowling after (laughs) because of the cigarettes? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, I, I'm actually unfiltered like a cigarette. <laughs> okay. Whatever the hell. I, there's, not, there's not a question that I'll like back down from. If, if I have an answer to a question, I don't care what it is, I'll say it. Like, I'm, I'm not a person that's going to sit there and, and sugarcoat, oh, you know, I really like this guy. No, I don't. I don't eat a dick. You know what I mean? Um, I can't say that about this guy. I actually, I've met Banana, I think, once or twice, and I, I don't have any problems with him. I know guys that train with him. I'm not a person that's going to sit there and talk shit. Yeah. But I'm also I'm also a person who, if someone's going to have something to say and you want to say something to me, well, I'm going to give it back to you. So I've, I I got the nickname from my my uh, my instructor at the gym, uh, Tim Gillette, and uh, it's it's stuck, so it works. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, do you what advice would you give to an up and coming guy that wanted to get into fighting? You know. Maybe clean up his life. He's just looking in the mirror and he's looking how schlubby he is, and you know he, he just wants make to make a change. There, Matt. <laughs> he wants to make a change. What what advice would you uh, give to an amateur? Uh, stick with it. I mean, it, it, it's all about staying focused on what you need and and getting the right people behind you. Um, you're not going to do it alone. I've seen people try and do it alone. I've seen people who, who get real arrogant at people. Um, I, I, I would just say stick, stick to what you know and, and stick with it. I mean, there's, there's not many guys out there that I can say are real arrogant jerks in MMA, but there are a few. Um, so just, just be yourself. I mean, you, you, there's no reason to go out there and be something you're not. If you want to get into MMA because – you want to lose weight and you just want to be healthy, that's cool. Don't go out and wear a tap-out shirt to a bar and all of a sudden say you're a fighter. Right. You know what I mean? You're not. You that know, that you know. is the, the mentality. You get a tap-out yeah. shirt and then you're a fighter. Oh, of course. How many people have you beaten up today? <laughs> None. <laughs> I'm oh, the guy getting beat up. up I pushed an old lady down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, you must wear a tap-out. Oh, no, that must be affliction. If you wear a affliction shirt, you push old ladies. <laughs> I saw a kitty cat, I was, and I ran over it with my car earlier. That's, you know. I, I always, Terrible. Oh, yeah. I always <laughs> love to see the guys out, out in the bars with the affliction shirts and the tap-out shirts. And you can tell these guys, like, especially these old swollen-up guys, and they're all, like, juiced out of their minds and lifting weights. And I'm looking at that guy going, there's no way you can throw a punch. Your shirt's too damn tight. <laughs> yeah. do, do you get that a lot uh, because uh, of your size and – do people kind of doubt you because of your appearance? I know uh, Roy Nelson gets that a lot. They make fun of him constantly uh, in the more, UFC. More when he was fighting in that other promotion. I can't remember the one that had like the team fights. Yeah. Uh, what was it? IFL. IFL, thank you. International Fight League. Yeah. yeah. No, I, um, I've, I've always been a tech kid. 
So, I mean, if somebody says something to, to that effect, I've always, you know, just I shrug it off. Like, at this point, I, it doesn't bother me. Right. Um, I, I know there's been people who look at me like, oh, this kid can't do nothing. Right. Um, if, if you've seen some of the workouts that I do, you realize the fat kid's got cardio. I mean, I really haven't used it in any of my fights because, you know, they, they last 15 seconds. Right. And it's not, it's not my fault the guy doesn't practice taking a <laughs> shot on the chin. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not a person that's going to go out there and tell you that I'm going to, you know, not try and knock you out. You know what I mean? I've, I've always had that. I punch hard. You know, I hit hard. And I think people don't understand how hard I can hit until I actually hit them. Right. You know what I mean? So I have seen people doubt it in that mind, although they'll see one of my fights and go, oh, yeah, he, he looks like he hits hard. But then you realize how hard I hit, especially something like a left hook. Nobody hit, you know, not many people have a hard left hook. Right. No. I, so uh, I, I hit, my last fight was with Robbie Roberts, the guy who I, I really like. He's had like 20-something fights. I knocked him out in 15 seconds. He came up to me after the fight. I was standing with the doctor. And he looked at the doctor and said, hey, check in for a two-by-four. I swear that's what he hit me with. He's like, I've never been hit harder. Almost 30 fights. He's like, I've never been hit harder than somebody. And I hit him with my left arm. So, I mean, I hit really hard. And I think people doubt how hard I can actually hit until I land a shot on their chin and they got a flashlight in their eye. Uh, are there any behind-the-scenes shenanigans with you and your team? Uh, are there any big pranks or anything going on? Now or Ever. Ever. <laughs> Uh, we had a fun game of tag for a while, but that sort of got out of control a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing somebody, tag is a nut tag? No, so I'm going to be just standing and you walk up and blast them with a right kick. Oh, what the fuck? What? Whoa. <laughs> this is so pleasant. Oh, shit. <laughs> Big old mouth in your shin. How, and you said it got out of hand. How did it get out of hand? Uh, when you're walking out of the gym and you can't move and it wasn't because you were training really hard, <laughs> it gets out of hand. Uh, yeah, we, we've done stuff like that. I mean, we're a group of guys that, um, we're, I can't say we're not serious, but we're not. Right. We've been, we've been accused sometimes at, at like weigh-ins and stuff. We'll be sitting there laughing, joking with each other and have had people come up to us and talk, talking shit because we're laughing. <laughs> so we're, like, Dude, we're not talking to you. Right. We're not talking about you. Like somebody like one of, we went to a, um, weigh-ins and me and my me and my head trainer partner um tyler was standing there we were talking we're just bullshitting and laughing joking whatever and some guy starts running his mouth that we're just talking shit about people <laughs> like no we're talking shit about each other yeah. like that's that's about it i mean we're, we're not we're, we're not those kind of guys that have to look mean or have to sit there and be mean we will joke around and laugh um that's probably about the highest shenanigans we get like at fighting wise you know, at, at like weigh-ins or what like that. But hey, we're, we're a bunch of guys in a gym, and we're in a gym for two hours, and stupid stuff happens. I right. mean, I've been I've been in the middle of the training camp and getting sprayed with a ice cold bottle of water right down the back of your neck, and <laughs> that'll really wake you up. I mean, but that's about as as far as we really go. I mean, how much shenanigans can you do when you're in the middle of a fight camp? Out of a fight camp, we'll, we'll do stupid stuff. But, I mean, we're guys. I tried to explain it to somebody today. I, I had said something, and there was a girl there, and she started laughing. And I went, oh, yeah, you're in a gym all the time. People who aren't in the gym all the time, aren't doing what we're doing, sometimes don't understand the things that we do or say. 
So they look at us like we're just a bunch of idiots. Right. But with you know, <laughs> when 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 you got a sixteen ounce pair of gloves on, you're punching your really good friend in the face really hard. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you have to have a, a you know, a, I guess light mood about that. Yeah, I mean, you you can't be a gym hero. Right. Uh, I've I've spotted with people who are gym heroes who who are who are training heroes who will. You know, you, you hit them a little bit, and they and they stop going nuts. I I I get that way sometimes, only when people run from me. If I'm spying you and you're literally running from me, I start getting pissed, and I'll hit you with a good body shot and go, all right, you know, you're gonna stand in front of me. Right. And I mean, I, I'm not trying to look and knock somebody out or, or do whatever, but I mean, some you have to teach people sometimes, in, in sort of a mean way almost, that this is still training. If I wanted to hurt you, I would punch you as hard as I can. So, I mean, you have to sort of have that, wow, hey, you clipped me, dude. That was a nice shot. But then you have to be that training partner who, do, who turns around, clips somebody, and doesn't try and kill them. Right. If I hit you, if I hit you with a nice, solid right hand, and you're, like, wobbling, and I hit you again, you're going out. So if I hit you and I say, wow, dude, oh, hey, dude, you all right? Am I, <laughs> did, I hit you? did I hit you too hard? I mean, you really have to say that to people. We have, we've always had a saying in, a, in the gym that, we're going as hard as the other person wants to. Right. And I tell that to anybody who I spar with, dude, hey, I will go as hard as you want to. I do not mind standing here and throwing absolutely as hard as I can. But that's if you're throwing as hard as you can. I don't mind taking it down a couple of notches so we can actually get good training in. But you're not really learning nothing by getting punched in the face as absolutely as hard as somebody can. You're not learning nothing. You're getting punched in your face. You're right. learning whether you can take a shot or not. Eric, uh, were you ever a pro wrestling fan, WWE fan? Uh, <laughs> no. I, uh, <laughs> He's like, none of that shit. Totally uh, you. I, I, I mean, I, I've, I've been known to, to watch a couple of things over days, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, uh, oh, the, wow. the Legion of Doom, stuff like <laughs> that. I mean, I remember watching it back then, but then I started to wrestle, and I went, oh, yeah, all that's fake. You can't do that stuff in real wrestling? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> so I, I sort of got away from do you think they could ever have a tag team MMA matches? Tag team MMA that'd be absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I don't know. I don't know who uh, who you who you'd get to even try that. Well, actually, uh, that's, Shogun and Wanderlei definitely would. We're 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 fight, actually but... putting that together. So we're wondering if you wanted to sign up for uh, the Lotus Cast first MMA tag team match. Oh, do I get to pick my partner? Yes. Oh, good. I'm calling John. Uh, I'm calling John Hendricks. I'm all set. <laughs> That's good. Good pick. All right. So you uh, will be fighting at the upcoming CES Gold Rush event at Twin Rivers Casino. Uh, that's well, in Lincoln, nice. Rhode Island. And uh, tickets are available at cesmma.com. You can follow Eric at uh, what was that Twitter? Uh, Lucky underscore strike thirty six. Do you tweet a lot? Nope. Not that one. Not that one. Don't do that one. I'll never be on that one. I don't even remember the password to that one. <laughs> oh, you're right. Cause, uh, it said like 18 July was the last tweet, and I just assumed it was recently. Uh, it's from do, 2012. Do, so you don't tweet a lot. <laughs> no, no, I, well, I, I follow people on Twitter. It's actually uh, Lucky Strikes SF, um, and th that's Twitter. And then I have Eric Lucky Strikes the Dog on Facebook. Um, I don't really get on those that much. I, I mean, if I'm on Facebook or I'm on Twitter. Or if I'm on Instagram, it's just because I'm I'm bored and I'm just looking at stuff. Okay. I I, I post a, I post a lot of stupid stuff that I see from my friends and stuff like that. But I mean, 
I'm not a social media hound like some people are, and I can't I can't sit there all day on it. I mean, I'd, I'd rather play casino on my phone than play Facebook. So. <laughs> are you a baseball fan at all? I, I <laughs> are you kidding me? I was just watching the Red Sox lose in seven one on mute on my TV while I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> so do you have a uh, an Eric Bedard jersey? No, I I was going to get one, but I couldn't I couldn't find one while he was on the team. Oh, yeah, he was only <laughs> I, uh, on the Red I, Sox for like. A month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he wasn't on it for too long. It was my uh, my friend actually was the first one to tell me about him when he was playing. Uh, I don't know, he played for Seattle or whoever he played for before. But at one point, he was like the number one pitcher in the uh, the pitcher in the NL. And my friend's like, "Hey, you're the number one." In-. I'm like, "Who?" He was there for that. Like, <laughs> yeah, in a couple oh, yeah? seasons, he led the led the league in strikeouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he spells his name with a K, so he's wrong. Oh. Oh, why would he do he's that? He's a silly Canadian, that's why. <laughs> yeah, just silly Canadians. That's enough. All right, so we're going to wrap up the show. Eric, thank you very, very much for uh, calling in. Again, you're fighting, uh, what was the Giuliano guy's Giuliano the banana. Banana. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yep. banana. He's fighting the banana. Be careful you don't slip on him in the ring. I'm thinking I'm going to bring one of the new I think I'm going to bring one of the minions from uh, <laughs> the Despicable Me out just to say banana the entire time. <laughs> so I don't have to say his name anymore. <laughs> I like that sentiment. Um, okay, so thank you very much for calling in. Uh, we hope you do really well. We're going to be there rooting you uh, rooting you on. So, nice. um, you know, when you hear vulgarities coming from the crowd, you'll know that it's the <laughs> Lotus cast. That's cool with me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Eric, for calling again. It's August 9th, Twin Rivers Casino, CES Gold Rush. Buy tickets at cesmma.com. They do a great job uh, promoting fights and bringing MMA fights uh, to the Rhode Island, Massachusetts area. Uh, Couldn't be more thrilled to have you guys on the show. Uh, We get CES fighters uh, from time to time, so we're very excited. Uh, Have a good night, Eric. Thank you very much. Talk to you later. Have a nice day. This is where the weird, awkward click goes, and then we were louder in our headphones. Then. <laughs> well, I, I also turned them down. So. Eric, Eric's, Eric's a talker, which is a good thing. I'm not saying it's a yeah. bad thing. <laughs> I don't want him to punch my face. You said I was a talker. No, he, he's the first one, uh, the first fighter we had that wasn't like all about, oh, totally respect. He's like, I'll fucking, I'll <laughs> say, you, you fucking talking to me? I'll punch you in the face. Well, there it is. Yeah. There's the click. click. There is the pop. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I enjoyed our fight night. Our fight night was uh, good was job, good. guys. Guys, you did a great job. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Applause Matt. all around. Thank you very much. So next week on the Lotus Cast, dun dun dun, <laughs> we will have Katie Salowski Salowski on the show. She'll be here from the film Provoked. Uh, she'll be on next Thursday, probably about the same time, seven or eight o'clock. Is it just her? Yeah, maybe. Just, well, her and uh, and David Langhill. I thought there was a, one of the other actors was coming through. No, nope, just her and Davey. Oh, uh, yeah, there was supposed to be another actor, uh, but I believe he was unable to make it. So, Are we going to talk about my audition? Uh, you want to talk about yeah. your audition now? Not right now. Why not? Because he doesn't have any I'd rather do it when, he wa- yeah, when they're here. He, he oh, wants okay. to save it for when we have more time and yeah, when they're been, here. Yeah, we've been going for two hours. Uh, so yeah. we can confront I feel, I feel David like about it. I there's a lot that, that we haven't talked about in a long time. Like, we did the whole 48-hour film festival, and I would love to just – I would love to sit down and really just talk about that, that whole experience, that weekend of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Adam had his audition – 
Uh, we haven't even gotten into that. We've had so many guests on. So, uh, yeah. so many things have been happening. I know. And then we'll be at, at Gold Rush uh, at Twin Rivers Casino. You guys will be there. We'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll send you photos <laughs> from the, the side of the ring. <laughs> no? You don't want the photos? You can post them, and I'm, I might accidentally see them. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to know uh, how much happen. fun we're having, like – in case somebody's there and they're just like, hey, I have all this this free swag. What if we get there, the okay, and it just so happens that, like, The Rock and Chris Jericho and all these guys are just hanging out. Yeah, and what then if you just see the a Iron photo is gonna be in, the, in the feed <laughs> and it's just Matt and the Iron Sheik, like, standing next to each other? Like, <laughs> I'd shave you pants. forever and be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> we get an autograph to Adam's tiny penis from the Iron Sheik. It's still bigger than the Ultimate Warriors. Yeah, everything is bigger <laughs> than the Ultimate Warriors. Uh, so, I guess we're going to sign off. Do we have final thoughts? I guess we could do final uh, thoughts. I guess. We, we probably should. It's our only, That's our only consistent. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's listening to us for consistency? Like, right? uh, tonight? Nobody. <laughs> Well, no. Who's who's you know listening to the show and like I can't wait till they get to final thoughts. <laughs> it's it's my favorite. You, you don't think there's anybody the that listens? Because we do it all the time. That's so yeah. excited for final yeah. thoughts. Yeah, I feel like I feel like everybody's excited for final thoughts. That's like it would be if our final thoughts like related or were interesting. At I all. think if you've stuck with us through the entire episode and we get to final thoughts, you're like, oh, finally, finally done. <laughs> finally, it's over. Although we've had a couple times where it's just like gone on and on and on so <laughs> that's all right for the There's final no thoughts here. <laughs> all right jason final thoughts uh it's been a great night wonderful perhaps even so obviously obviously perhaps. um can't wait to uh, uh our next guest next week and guys have fun next week too so hey, you think we can get fun. her to take her top off uh mm, we no. I don't think Wait, is, this I girl, is this a girl that was is naked for Dead Bounty or no? No. Shh. Spoilers. <laughs> There's no naked people in, <laughs> in any any. Or they might all be naked. <laughs> you shut your dirty, <laughs> filthy mouth, Joe. You shut your dirty, filthy mouth. Can we erase things in this? <laughs> uh, it, yes. Do I'm, we have a dump button? No, we don't. We have. Uh, well, yeah, actually, it I dumps out whenever it feels like it. Apparently, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Adam. Um. I just want to say I hate you for choosing Dave and Joe over me. And I really hope you don't treat your children like this. Do you, do you take one to the zoo and, and just, just, I would love to just tell, tell your other daughter about how much fun you had at the zoo? I, I actually do do that. Or maybe you take her to the zoo and leave her in the car. Do you, do you, do you take them both? I like how one is just casual, just cruelty to a child, and then Jason <laughs> the is murdering yeah. one. It's just it's like, do you just. No, I mean, like, you could like, have a uh, window cracked open, you know? Can we do that? Can we go to the zoo as and, the Lotus and leave Adam and Jason in the, <laughs> just leave them in the car? We just need to do something no, extra special as well so that they know that they missed an entire day's <laughs> worth of fun events. You, it's like you take your two daughters out for ice cream and you. You just take one of them in to get ice cream, and you leave the other one in the car with the doors locked, the windows up. So they know. They know what they're missing. Right. Uh, it's we, not eat it, we eat it in front yeah. of them with photos. We just send them photos. <laughs> oh, man. Daddy, why don't I get ice cream? Because <laughs> I hate you. Uh, did you have a final thought? Yeah, I hate you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was final That's thought. it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we could have ended this on a more positive note. Dave? I don't have a final thought because I think my battery for my laptop just started working and it's distracting me. 
started who, working. Who's your favorite fighter we talked to tonight, Dave? I, I like the fisting. I am a fan <laughs> of fisting, and I will always be a fan of fisting. He was great. And, I mean, if he somehow turns <laughs> checking the oil into fisting in a fight, then that would be <laughs> hysterical. You just like the fisting guy. His that's name the is only Rob thing Font. you come yeah, up no, with is fisting. Guy. fisting the fisting guy. Rob the fist your font. <laughs> I told him that, yeah, you could swing by the gym and, and get your titty signed. And then for some <laughs> reason, him. he will buy him too. <laughs> I don't understand why we had to go from signing a titty he will to bite titties. <laughs> What? <laughs> His wife doesn't know what uh, she's into. No. <laughs> Rob the tit biter font. <laughs> he has like 12 nicknames from us now. <laughs> Rob nonchalant font. I yeah, like Rob the fister. <laughs> I like the titty biter. <laughs> <laughs> None of them. Rob elbow <laughs> Uh Joseph. Um, I'm really excited that these pumpkin beers are now for sale, even though it's, you know. The shipyard? August yeah. 1st. Yeah, I, j- I love pumpkin beers. So. I, I do too. I um, love the shipyard. Yeah, I Dave know. doesn't like them. I don't, it What's doesn't. It all like I don't taste anything when I'm sipping it. Just like there's liquid that I'm drinking, I just and then after I swallow it, I taste pumpkin, and then it. I don't know. It's weird. I love the logo because he's got a little pumpkin head, and he's so excited. Why did have, you like, call them pum- uh, pumpkin gators? Yeah, in pumpkin the text. gators. Oh, because I, I use Siri, and that's <laughs> okay. what Siri translated. <laughs> she thought head was gator. I, I evidently because I said pumpkin head, and then I saw it. It was like pumpkin gators. <laughs> yeah, pumpkin. I was like whatever. Okay. And how does it get pumpkin and not pumpkin? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. Pumpkin that at all. gators. So that's what it thought. It was I said. so strange. I was so confused. I was baking at the time. That's so Ashton Kutcher's like, new show where he goes down Siri. to Louisiana. Pumpkin gators. <laughs> These pumpkin gators. gators. Get it? I get it. Um, my final thought uh, is that Dave, uh, when I called him earlier to pick him up and I asked him uh, or told him that I'd be there at a certain time, he said, oh, and he got really concerned. I was 45 minutes out. He got really concerned that that was too soon because he just made food. Yeah. And then I, had I, made, I had made food and I didn't He wants to be able to well, enjoy it. Like take he's got time. 45 minutes. Then I asked him what he made, and he said, McChickens. Yes. <laughs> just, I made McChickens. <laughs> he calls a chicken sandwich that he makes at home a fucking McChicken. If I make it in that style, you're, yes. You're a serial killer. You're a fucking serial when killer. He, when if you call them McChickens. When you drove him around all day, did he... Did he come in with you? Did he help you? No, no, that's, no that's, I left him yeah. out in the vehicle. He when he didn't roll the windows down, <laughs> just stayed there. Boiling. I didn't let him see the glory. You didn't get to experience those smells, the no. <laughs> the odors. So on that note, this is the Lotus Cast. We're wrapping up once again next Friday, the 9th of August, CES Gold Rush. And the Thursday before, we have Katie Solowski. Who will take her top off live on the air? Woo-hoo, woo. <laughs> we'll, we'll just guarantee that. So, uh, I bid you all a good night. We ready? What do you got? Ready. What do you got for us? I got a little Metallica. Oh, look at a you. little Metallica. Dun, 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 dun. All right, everybody, That's go fuck Metallica. yourselves.